Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast. The podcast aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joining me in the studio, well it's said he arrived late to a cannibal's dinner party, but all he got was a cold shoulder. He's my co-host, he's Mr. Taylor. Yeah, good evening. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I wanted to fight. Yeah, you're a, I, I thought you were a bit of a, a leg man or, yeah. you know, a, a, a bit of a breast. Uh, yeah, either. I don't know. I mean, cannibalism of any sort. I mean, Whoever's I got know. the biggest amount of meat. Uh, that's it, isn't it, with cannibals? Yeah. Um, if you've not guessed um, what we're going to be talking tonight, well, welcome back. Uh, for welcome. another instalment of the show. Yes. Always a pleasure it is. to have you along. It's nice to see yeah, you. Sure. You're looking really well. Yeah, I have had... I'm uh, talking to you. I'm talking to our audience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one especially looked yeah. very well. Woo woo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, welcome back. It's been another... It's been a couple of weeks, actually, because now, you yeah. wasn't well last week. Yeah, yeah, um, that's Which right. meant we had to postpone, and um, we'll be back. Dreaded flu. I can't talk. Hang on. <clears throat> no, you can't. There we go. I'm in the game. I'm in the zone. You're in the game. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you were poorly last week, which yeah. meant we couldn't record. Yeah. Uh, but it just meant I had a bit of extra time to do some research. It did, um, we yes. Do, we've got a really good show tonight. And if you, like I said, if you haven't worked out what we're going to be talking about, mm. we're going to be talking about this week, the Donner Party. Yeah. Um, you know, linked to cannibalism. Yeah. Um, after the Donner Kebab. Well, sometimes it's called <laughs> the Donner Reed Party. It is. Um, it was a group of American prospectors or pioneers um, migrating, I say prospectors because it was during the gold rush, wasn't it? So there was, was a lot of people out migrating, trying to get over yeah, the mountains, the riches, to yeah. get the riches. But other people just felt like they wanted a better life in California. Yeah. So they would kind of migrate. Um, and the Donner Party were no different. Um, they went from um, 1846 trying to get to California. Um, didn't arrive there until 1847. Um, but obviously with snow, being snowbound and just being unfortunate. Oh, so, so many, many things going on. Yeah. That it was just like literally, oh mate, you had to you had to walk in there. Yeah, you good. know what I mean? Or whatever, you know, these literally I think the the whole trip was fought with with just danger. Let's get it right. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. It um was. we'll be going into it a bit later on in the show. We will. I think it's an interesting one. It is, it is. There's a lot to cover, so I mean, you know, we'll be doing the abridged yeah, definitely the abridged yeah. version. Uh, but no, definitely worth checking out and sticking around for. Um, yeah. So yeah, there we go. What have you been up to this week apart from recovering from the lurger? Um, actually, I was uh, looking into doing some more research and I was actually looking into a bit on uh, DNA. DNA? Oh, yeah. oh, that's cool because I like a bit of DNA stuff. And, oh, and yeah. it kind of floats my boat in the sense that when we had the... Um, um, you know the DNA episode. DNA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really in, that was really interesting. Um, I, so go on. What well, have you been looking to into? Bring her back very soon because I want a question. Kira, uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, I want. I, I'd like to throw some of these queries to her and see what she says. Um, well, apparently a Australian scientist has come back with that. Um, there are. It looks like uh, little squares within our DNA pattern. Okay, which shouldn't be there. Which it. it I'm presuming he's he's trying to put across that uh, that um, someone interrupted our DNA, uh, you know. Ah, to create us. right. Okay, so we were like we were monkeys, and then someone's put a little bit of yeah, extra yeah. extra juice, yeah, yeah, and turned us into the thinking stud muffins we are today. Which actually, in some aspects between us and uh, the uh, Nubian, monkeys, and that, there the, the is Nubian a certain, certain there has been certain movements where it shouldn't have. 
it it can't naturally happen, but it's happened. Um, but then I looked into um, right. Our planet is four and a half billion years old. Yet, according to another scientist group, um, have actually stated that our DNA is over nine billion years old. So that, that makes it interesting. Up. Yeah, exactly. It, I was going to say because mm. I mean, like, short account in the rings. Or did we come from somewhere else? Well, it we might have. The question I think that. that we might have. I mean, not to say that Earth was our first home, but yeah. I mean, we might have destroyed other planets along the way, Mars. you know, just to get it. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're good at it. Yeah, we're, oh, yeah, we're definitely good at um, destroying things. Um, I got an email message, even, um, yeah. from one of our listeners and a good friend to the oh. show. Um, Mikey, Mikey, you, you Mikey. know who you are, Mikey. Yeah. Um, he basically uh, messaged and saying in relation to one of our previous episodes. Oh yeah, said um, really enjoying the show um, at the moment. Also, one of your recent podcast episodes, you mentioned that you might do um, a show on Alistair Crowley. Yeah. I just like to say that might be would be a great topic. It will, um, and very fascinating stuff. I do agree. We might have to do that very soon. Yes, um, but he also wanted to say that the ER. That I remember us talking about this as well because we were wondering what the ER stand for. Because yeah, I mean, that's like, right. When you look at the royal seal, yeah, what is that? Do you know what I mean? I think this was in our Queen Queenie episode. Yes, it was. Um, yes, yeah. So the ER you see on post boxes actually stands for Elizabeth Regina. Regina. That's Regina. Right. Regina. Right, Regina, Regina. Obviously, try not to laugh at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regina is Latin and means king or queen. Say. So so. King Charles could be King Ch- C Regina, yeah, 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 potentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not going by that, so I don't. He's not going to have the R on his. Um, no, he's had that. It's what I've uh, reported was uh, there was a G. Was yeah, a G I don't know what he's why his, his is that, George? but obviously that's Regina is Latin for King or Queen, maybe George. Yeah, um, but middle name. Also, there's a place in West Sussex called Bognor Regis, there is. and Regis actually comes from the word Regina. So Bognor got its name from the fact that Queen Victoria enjoyed staying there in Bognor Regis. Right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, so the Queen Regina loved it. Um, yeah. Anyway, he says, sorry for the lecture. I just mentioned it because we talked about it in a previous show. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to get Bring in touch it. and you've got something to add to the show, and then make sure you do because yeah. it's obviously we're um, happy to, all, all elevates. Yep, yeah, we're happy to accommodate. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they were really good... Um, yeah, good facts. Facts, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Mike, for um, for getting in touch and dropping us those little pearls of nuggets of oh, um, yes. truth, wisdom. Little pearls. Love that. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I just thought I'd mention that. Um, other yeah. stuff that I've been up to is yeah. not much, really. I've been up to actually doing loads, right? So, not much, really, but I've been doing loads. No, I feel like I've not done much, but I've actually done quite a lot. Do you okay, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get out of the house quite a lot because, yeah. like, you know, you don't like staying. staying yeah, you don't always. be boring if you've got a bit of time Bring off. up the bills, isn't it? Um, so I've been trying to do a few projects that I've been meaning to do. So oh, I yeah. remember saying I was getting into printing. You printing were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Printing blocks and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. So I've ended up printing a few T-shirts now. So I'm yes, getting into nice that one. and just working out what works, what doesn't. Um, yeah, you're on the practice run. Yeah, just practicing, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, been busy. Uh, got a few exciting things coming up in the near future. So that's all worth exciting and look good stuff to look forward yeah. to. Um, did you see this? Uh, Lewis Capaldi. Oh, yeah. Lewis Capaldi's pizzas. Pizzas? Pizzas. He's, he, you know, he's not content just being a, like a musician. 
Like, yeah, yeah so now you've got to look like him. <laughs> oh, I see where you're going with that I know one. he likes a pizza. This is probably so. like, where, what do I like? Because uh, they probably turn around and gone, you know, invest your money wisely. Invest it in stuff that you like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I like pizza. You might take an interest in, yeah, he likes pizza because he's, he's created his own Lewis Capaldi pizzas. Oh, I mean, shit. what's I, the change in that? What's I don't know. Be? I mean, you may. Sauce? The next thing is fucking Pete Doherty's Dirty Burgers. Oh, Or yes. fucking Amy Winehouse Fat Crack Low Fat Omelettes. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't want to that, would you? I wouldn't eat that. No. But I mean, would you eat a Lewis Capaldi pizza? I've seen them in Iceland. To be honest, no. Would you not? No. I mean, even for the fact that it's a Lewis Capaldi pizza. I mean, what's yeah. he... What's I mean, he selling it at a pound? Well, I just don't understand. Probably a bit more than that. But yeah, well, it's not like it's fucking, you yeah, know, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, exactly. I don't trust Lewis Capaldi's culinary expertise. Yeah. What's he just done, whipped it up at his kitchen and gone, that'll do. Yeah, I don't he, know. That lad's seen more microwaves than a hot dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I, mean? I wouldn't be surprised if that was his next trick. Microwave. You know, turning, <laughs> turning a trick of microwavable dinners yeah. Lewis Capaldi's microwave dinners <laughs> anyway um, so yeah I thought that was quite comical I but yeah uh, well he was on BBC breakfast yeah and um, I think um, Naga Manchetta um, and um, I forgot who the other guy is but he, they were basically commenting on um, Lewis's hair so like saying oh you've got great hair and um, yeah. He said to the other male presenter, you know, oh, your hair's great as well. And uh, Nagra Manchetti's turned around and said, "Get, do you want a room? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's gone, I thought you said, do I want a rim? <laughs> on breakfast TV. So, you know, I mean, he has made me actually laugh this week, Lewis Capaldi. And, <laughs> and um, you know what? I might actually try one of Lewis's pizzas. <laughs> what? Just, just, that? No, just, just to give it a go. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It could be, like, better than Domino. It could be better than Pizza Hut. No, Who I knows? can't see it. You might, it might get a, a single with every pizza. He's got, a, he's got a mate who's a chef, and he's gone like, yeah, ah, he's got the pizza. I'm sorted, mate. This is how you know what I mean. It's hey, like, he's helping his buddies out. No, but, think you know. about it this way, right? Yeah, mm. um, you know, you're trying to shift CDs. Yeah, unit yeah. units sold, right? So if you stick a CD in your pizza box, free pizza with a free, free CD. CD and then you know you class that as a unit sold. You sell a million pizzas. You've gone platinum. You, oh, you know we sell a hundred million. Gone yeah, platinum. Yeah, but to be honest, get a gold pizza. To be honest, I don't even know who's in the charts these days. I don't. To you be know honest, what I mean? Anyway. It's a case. There's no sign there's of no a, number uh, how one. We're getting old. Well, yeah, sign that there's different different levels as well. Like you might get, I I um I don't know Apple's uh, number one top list. Like BBC One's number one top list, like oh yeah, BBC yeah, the Billboard charts and yeah. all the rest of it. Yeah, we used to have like what? The yeah, top one. 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah, top forty. Tell us who's number one this week. Wait, wait until next well, week. It's right, only, we used to have that thing though on a Saturday afternoon where the basic <laughs> the chart show. Yeah, and you'd wait all afternoon or you wait all morning for the song that you wanted to listen to, oh, oh, yeah. and then it'd go and speed through it like they just press fast forward on a boombox and oh. you'd be like whoa yeah, yeah I was waiting for that I'm trying to record that for I know that. yeah and he did that for the disco yeah. oh, I still think I've got some tapes like that I probably have yeah. myself to be honest yeah. with like and today really top 40 uh, yeah. creeps in at the end of the track yeah um, well anyway yeah so like I say coming up in the show we've got um, the Donna Party tale the, yes. the saga of the Donna Party. The Donna. Uh, that's coming up shortly. 
um, plus this week's random world event and the, this week's news. Oh yes, NASA Good. news as well. So that's worth mm. sticking around for. Yeah, definitely. Um, so a lot yeah. Of news this week. Also, um, if you want to help us out and get involved with Patreon, please do. You know what to do. Follow the link in the description, which will take you to our Patreon page, um, where you can sign up to several different tiers. Yeah. I feel like they've got actually some new features on Patreon that I need to invest a bit of time in having a look into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do if we you do want to help us out and you feel like we do a good enough job. Yeah. And yeah. then it all helps show me. It does. Become better. Sh- shows the appreciation. The um, other than that, we have available merch we on have, the website. We have a lot if of you merch, wanted to yeah. go and check that out, you can go and get yourself a t shirt yeah. or a baseball cap or a mug or anything your heart's desires. Or um, even just all buy us a coffee. On the website. Yeah. Do yeah. that. As, yeah, you can, or just latte, donate. Or a if cappuccino. You just wish to donate a little bit. We'd be grateful. Anyway, there we are. Yeah, we've, we've, we've stopped of, um, trying to hustle with you for money. Yeah. Now, you know yeah. what I mean? We're no charity. We do, we'd like to say, I mean, it's, we're not saying like, you know, just hook us up. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying like, you know. If you think we're worth it, then. We've only uh, we've only put out like, you yeah. know. Well, two, four years worth of. Two epi- 200 episodes. Yeah. Over, yeah. And that. Yeah. So, you know, there's yeah. that. Yeah. to consider there is yeah there is. and if you're not going to do that at least subscribe and you can do that by going to um any of the platforms you get your podcast and subscribe in that way it's yeah. great great fun um so yeah we're going to be talking the donna party Woo-hoo. now it's a really kind of gruesome story i've got to say i mean yeah, when I'm looking into, when I was looking into this and i'll be honest with the first sort of time i kind of came across this this story was um, in spoof form. It was um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone's um, sort of adaptation, I should I could say, or spoof of okay. the Donna story. And yeah. it was a film called Cannibal the Musical. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And it, like I say, it, it says it all. It's from the creators of South Park. And it focuses around five to ten people who, um, during the gold rush, want to get the fortune. Yeah. End up getting stranded in the Colorado mountains or on the Oregon Trail. And And bad luck after bad luck. And it's bad luck after bad luck. And, I mean, the Donner Party um, is one of those things that once you start looking into, you can kind of feel like... You start to wonder, what would you do in that situation? How would you cope with this sort of... um, run of misfortune um I'd be like sleeping my i'd get out of there would you <laughs> really well we'll go into the story and you can tell me how you get on um well yeah, the donna right. party sometimes known as the donna reed party was a group of american pioneers who migrated to california on wagon train Ooh, this, yeah. this was like fucking um you know oh, soul train wagon train da, 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 little house on the prairie with like yeah. you'd see like elizabeth ingle or whatever yeah. she was called hard working running days. down the hill falling down all that anyway well the, you know they um were trying to get to california with wagon buggies um and quite a lot of kids you know they've got like women children and a handful of men like and i wouldn't say that these were like you know strong hard working men they were kind of like you know just everyday people the kids they, at the back of the room yeah i mean they wanted to just basically get to their new life in California. They wanted a change. They wanted a new environment. So, I mean, there was a lot of things that people, you know, looking into the Donner Party would say they got wrong, right? And, yeah. I mean, mistakes <laughs> they made. Now, 
you, you could say the first biggest mistake they made was that they started too late in the season, right? Therefore. So April was considered the best time for leaving, right? And right. this was to ensure success tra successful travel across the, the mountain ranges. It was a long trip. Yeah. yeah oh, but yeah. they usually could get, you know, they had a... They've seen people do this before, and there was it was Never an established no trail. Yeah, exactly. It was an established trail. Yeah, and you know, but they knew the people who were kind of um, saying, you know, oh, you can do this, were giving advice and saying like, you know, April was the best time to to do it because yeah. any later, and you were risking snow, um, cold conditions, just more treacherous. You're kind of going through um, like wilderness yeah in in kind of like wet soggy um conditions do you know like when it gets to autumn and winter you, you've got obviously more foliage on the ground you you kind of a bit more slippy underfoot it's a different environment yeah. obviously to when it is in the summer yeah so you know april being the, the best time to do it so when do you think that the donna party left September. <laughs> Actually, it was a bit sooner than that but um they were supposed to leave in april but they didn't actually leave till mid-may so Same. you know obviously really too bad well then. they were a month behind before they even started so you know they were not very prepared and obviously yeah. these kind of guys they were trying to get the food of provisions the livestock um they didn't really take enough but they felt felt like you know they, they, they did they had an idea that this trip was going to take four months so they took enough food to you know last them that period of time yeah you'd think that you'd take a bit extra you think you'd take an expert. Well, you would, wouldn't, time you? And time so, again. you know. Uh, but they had to get across uh, rough mountain passes uh, before winter. And obviously that meant, you know, they had to get a hustle yeah, on. Yeah, nothing else had to go wrong. They had to get there now. So they left a month late. Uh, rather than setting off in April, they set off on the 12th of May, which put them, like, say, a month behind. Did they uh, actually say how, uh, why they've left them a month late? I think it was just because of, like, you know, tying up loose ends, uh, getting enough Getting people, all the equipment in getting and all, all the all that equipment, stuff, yeah. Getting the food provisions. I should imagine as well, like, you know, if you've, you're trying to kind of move your whole family yeah. and kind of uh, take everything with you, so that's a lot of work. You'd have a lot of kind of, um, you know, what can we take? What can yeah, we what afford can we to leave, leave behind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and just basically trying to get your affairs in order. I think. I think that that's why it took so long. But who knows? Do you know what I mean? They could that's have true. been any number of reasons. Yeah. I mean, like say the the, the expedition people, seemed they? to be plagued from the start. So, yeah. um, the next thing to go wrong was actually they've set off. Yeah. Like, and I say, um, there's about. 40 of them potentially at this point okay um maybe more because like i think like there was about 80 total 80 to 90 people total in the party but there was a lot of people who joined on afterwards ah, but we'll get into that a bit later on so um but firstly mm -hmm. they're obviously they're taking this route yeah. yeah and very quickly found that they were in shit because oh, what they again. were yeah because basically they were trying to um navigate based on you know just a a, a guide a general yeah, guide, general guide. and they've realized now that they're on the wrong side of the uh kansas river <sighs> or the big blue or right, whatever they it. think they Turn call back. it, Fuck it so on. they've decided to carry on walking up the river to see if they could try and get a bit of access further up but there'd been some sort of like heavy rain or whatever the last hmm. couple of kind of yeah there was recent heavy rain 
um, which led to the big blue rising to 20 feet. Right. So obviously they're there with wagons, buggies, mules, fucking. They ain't getting through there. They've on got feet. Um, you know cattle. They've got all these children and women. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. it was a case of rather setting up camp or yeah. maybe you know kind of carrying up on up the river to see if they can get a, a safe passage at some point. Yeah, I would to a certain point, and then I'd turn back. To be honest. So, um, like I say, so they've found it too stream, extremely treacherous mm. um, and they settled um, on spending several days marooned on the banks of the river. What? A yeah, well, week? Well, yeah, because they thought, well, the only way we can get across with all our stuff is by building rafts for it. Yeah, like, so we'll spend a week sitting there building rafts, eating a week's worth of rations. Gives the lads something to do. Yeah, yeah. like, they can try and safely ferry our stuff across the water. Yeah. Yeah, and then... But you know, carry on as normal, try and regain some some time. From but there, to be honest, I would have turned back, got more food if I was actually going to go uh, go and go along. Because well, if there's seven days sitting at the side of the river waiting, like let's say like twenty miles down the road or something, I'd send someone another group back to go and get some more food, more supplies, getting ready to knock on effect to them seven shoulda, days. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, yeah, my friend, because yeah. obviously they I didn't do that. And uh, like I say, they, they spent that time marooned on the banks of the river. Um, during that time, obviously, they've been trying to build rafts and trying to better the situation. Yeah. Um, but more tragedy, um, one of the group, Sarah Kales, um, she ended up dying of tuberculosis yeah. on um, May the 29th. And then on finally the 30th of May, uh, the water levels had, had dipped so um, yeah. much that they were able to make uh, safe passing across the river. Uh, despite this, they went on um, and... Um, well, that poor girl, um, what was the name? Um, she was called Sarah. Sarah. Um, well, they must have known she had that before they travelled along. I think there was a few people who were been injured. Some there was one yeah. guy, I think it was one of the actual Donners, yeah. who injured his hand... Off, I think it was rather his hand or his foot, like on an axe. Right. Uh, he had an axe wound, right? Did he know? Yeah, so like, um, but he went gangrenous, yeah. Oh, no. So he was basically like, you know, ailing throughout, you know, and there's a lot of people who were, you know, pretty quickly becoming like, you know, um, victims to the harsh environment and, you yeah, know, like so tuberculosis. I mean, might be fine if you're warm and you're in a house because you know like she's this woman's just basically been living where she's been living forever yeah, yeah. she's decided to go to california maybe yeah. because of a tuberculosis yeah 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 do you know what better i mean weather better stuff, weather yeah. nicer climate all the rest of it and you know it's the cold harsh environment being outdoors and wet from the river water and worse. you know weather yeah. yeah it's just going from bad to worse obviously she was the first to um to, to go to go yeah the yeah. fact that they only packed enough food for four months of the journey wasn't exactly like um, a great idea but um you know but before leaving independence missouri the donna party had gathered just enough food to get them through the next four months after that they were supposed to be able to kind of forage they, they, well no they were, should have been in california right okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, they didn't they estimate always... that it was going to take that much time but obviously as time went on food ran more scarce yeah uh, they were limited to you know um you know in physical space and um, 
because of the covered wagons. Yeah. Do you know, so they were literally, you can only take what you can carry. That's true, you know and they want to get there as fast as possible. If anything, they were probably throwing shit away. So, obviously, you've got weight to consider. Yeah. So, you can pack animals, yeah. but obviously, it's like your animals start getting, like, you know, um, tired, yeah. like, not malnourished. Great, yeah. yeah. They're just... They, they, the same they, with the kids they, as well. Exactly. They just kind of the animals and the livestock succumb to exactly the same fucking fate as the people do because, yeah, yeah. you know, without, like... You know, especially when the snow drift starts, it's like, what do you graze your animals on then? It's like, you've got to then try and find food for not only the people, but yeah, you're gonna have your to animals some as your well. Food, yeah. I mean, so they took what they could carry, um, but obviously that know. wasn't enough. They packed around 150 pounds worth of flour and 75 pounds of meat for each person. That's nothing. Traveling with them. And they also included rice, beans, uh, cornmeal, in order to have something to balance the diet. So... I need my roughage, boy. Yeah, you need a bit of salt, salt vinegar. Yeah, oh, and, salt, and a bit of salt and vinegar. Yeah, and a bit of paprika. Yeah, that's it. A bit of pepper. Um, uh, yeah, but they'd be able to forage as well. Um, stuff on the way, I should imagine. I should the imagine some of it, but in roughage. the summer months, because obviously yeah. at the moment the you know you're in, getting um, into getting into the summer. So I mean, um, in late June, mm. the Donner Party actually um, reached Fort Le Maire. Right, so they're at spot one. They've they've hit target. Well, yeah. Off. So they've they, 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 you know they're getting there yeah yeah yeah. um they was already um far behind schedule so Mm. like obviously they needed to catch up a bit of ground but yeah um as they arrived there they found that they could get like a new guide there you know like a guy okay yeah there was actually something in it about um a shortcut yes potential shortcut Potential. yes right which was um the hastings cutoff route which Mm. um led uh, around the Great Salt Lakes. Yeah. Right? It's a quicker route, man. Now, the Salt Lakes is barren desert. Yeah. Right? So, you've... Obviously, these guys had to go through so many different terrains to get... I don't know if you yeah, ever played the Oregon Trail. Did no, you ever no, play no, it? No, I it was a, I did. It was an old, um, like, an Atari game, I think, but it was like one of those, what do you do? Do you know, like, sort of, um, you, you know, know what? I might have adventure actually. games, but it was the Oregon Trail, and you'd literally right. die of dysentery every five minutes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it was really fuck difficult. That. Uh, but so, you know, they were behind schedule, and they decided that this cutoff might be a good idea. Yeah. Um, one of the men, uh, James Clayman, had just travelled the route, but right. he'd done it on um, on donkeys. Yeah, right. So okay. he was like, you know. Not exactly like got the horse and carts or anything like that. Yeah, um, but he had the best mobile, I would say. Get across. Yeah, well, he he named the cutoff after himself, the Hastings cutoff, right? Oh. So he said like he'd wrote this book or this this guide. Yeah, basically saying this is the way. This is a new way which will cut the way your to time go home. down and all the rest of it. Yeah, but never actually really kind of like did it on. You know, dodgy fuckeries just gone. It was a dodgy route. Mm. It was it was a dodgy route, basically. Um, so James Reed yeah. was like saying, you know, I think the who was actually the party leader at the time said mm. that the road was basically passable on foot and would be um, impossible with the wagons. Oh, right? no, you can't do that then. So he basically said that the Donners should go the way they were going to go yeah. and stick to the conventional route. Yeah. But... Nope, they didn't want to do that. Oh, yeah. They put the trust in the guidebook, right, and ended up, you know... Getting fucked. Well, you know, they, yeah. they, they got in more shit. Yeah, the luck went from bad to worse. 
the Lansforth Hastings um, was it a treasure cut off that yeah. he claimed to be a new route to California. Yeah. Even wrote a book or guidebook about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. But actually, I'd only done it once on a donkey. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he, he probably said, well, he did. He must have said the wrong fucking way. Well, what's it? Wrong to way. promote the guidebook, actually, Hastings offered to, to lead the group. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah, yeah. He said, I'd, I'll take his the way because, like, obviously, we once have kind of put his faith in the in the book. Well, and all yeah, that. of course you do. Yeah, if you're um, writing it. And he said he invited the group to travel through the Hastings Cough. He sent a letter to the Donner Party informing them mm. of this but and offered to meet him at Fort Bridge. Yeah. Okay. But unfortunately, the Donner Party arrived two weeks late. <gasps> yeah. At joining at Hastings, at joining Hastings, and um, obviously missed him. Yeah. So, um, but he did leave him a note. Yeah, you fucked. Turn said, back. Don't, don't go that way. <laughs> yeah. Did he? <laughs> yeah, but um, what's it? So, well, yeah, he's um, confident letter that mm. uh, declared to take the Hastings path anyway. Right. So they decided well. to go that way. So, like, they've taken that route, but yeah. obviously, like I say, it was treacherous. It was jaggedy rocks. It was like untested. Nobody yeah, had gone yeah. up with buggies. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up getting stranded up on the mountains, basically. So, um... Up from the start. Well. Up from the start. Pretty really. much. Um, I like to say, there was plenty of women and children in the group. So, yeah. I mean, it was, like, quite... In terms of, like, physical, um, you know... Strength. Strength and Within workmen. The there was a lot yeah. of guys there, but, you know, there wasn't really many experienced woodsmen or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there was one guy yeah. who was um, called William Eddy. Right. Yeah, he was basically somebody who came along a bit later on. There was a couple of parties and a couple of families that yeah. joined the expedition a bit later. All right, and we'll okay. go into Some that. Travelers, yeah. uh, but William Eddy, he was like a bit of a ledge. Yeah, because I mean, like he, he was an experienced um, like hunts, huntsman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was even stories about him saying that he killed an owl, a coyote, three ducks, a squirrel. Yeah. Which nice. mostly he shared with his um, bunk mates. Yeah, oh, I right? should hope so as well. And um, he even borrowed William Foster's rifle, hmm. and Eddie killed a nine hundred pound grizzly bear. Oh, that's good eating. I got oh, a tackle that shit. Yeah. Right, so he's tackled this grizzly bear, first shooting it, and um, wounding it. It then chased him. Yeah, yeah. he evaded the bear, oh, shot it again, and they had about two weeks worth of good eating. Say you need one of them every couple of weeks, bang, you'd be sweet as a But Ed, Eddie was a bit of a hero because of being like, we'll, cu we'll come back to Eddie. But yeah. Eddie was um, one of the guys who was actually like a decent woodsman okay. or a decent he huntsman. And he actually brought value to the group. You know, he had a bit of value in, need, within yeah. the group. So, yeah, like, yeah. you know, there was an incident um, where one of the um, axles break. And, oh, right. you know, I think, in fact, you were saying about how he, um, one of the guys injured his hand. Mm. Yeah. I think that's exactly how he injured it, because he was basically fix fixing the fixing the axle, mm. cutting the, the, the wood for that, and he's ended up chopping himself that's and fun. getting himself in a bit of thingy. But well, obviously, I think like. um, Eddie might have been the one who uh, ended up fixing the wagon. He knew fixing the cook, man's he. wagon. He knew how to fix a wagon that way. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, they chose... To go with the guide, which probably wasn't a good move. And yeah. they took the advice of Hastings and decided that that was going to be a, a, a safe way to go. Um, 
the other thing is obviously lack of food. Yeah. They ended up taking on more people. So at several points during that. the trip, the Donna Party accepted even more members. In July, they picked up an immigrant um, at Fort um, Bridger. Um, and then in August, they were um, cutting their way through the new um, Wichita mountain path and um, met up with a family called the Graves or the Graves Party. Right. Um, by this time, there was 87 people traveling with the Donna Party, which already had you know, scarce amounts of um, yeah, they've resources. spent a week wasting food and uh, uh, and stuff. Then they've um, it, well, they haven't resupplied themselves properly, and now you're adding like double the amount. So half of what you were originally going to have is gone already. So I think, like as well, you know, they've took this route. Mm. I think some of I don't know. Like there was a couple of. I feel like there was split up. Yeah, I don't know if some of them did go the actual route, or some of them, you know, or majority of them went this 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 new way. I should imagine the smart ones turned around and went, "No, well, this is the route that we we've been told." This is the I way I'm say, going, mate. Yeah. It's my way yeah. or the highway. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere else. Uh, but I mean, like they did actually end up being stuck on the Great Salt Lake. Yeah, okay, so yeah, they yeah. did actually get stuck in the desert. Yeah. Um, the members of the Donna Party were not prepared to travel conditions of the desert. No. Um, so maybe this was why they... Maybe cutting across the desert was the, the route that they were saying that they should take. But um, the wagons oh. get getting bogged down in the sand. The wheels wouldn't turn properly and they kept getting stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were getting slowed down and obviously... Every moment was precious. They were get losing more and more ground as they were going. Get the kids behind the back and start pushing. And obviously, again, you've got your livestock, right? So your livestock's being kind of dragged through a desert. Yeah, there's nothing to graze on. They yeah. were starting to get sick and yeah. weak. And obviously, some of them even just ran away. <laughs> yeah, Don't right. They were like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm fucking not going with you guys. You're yeah, going to kill yourself. Disaster, this lot. Well, well they basically, you know, um, they were in. They had problems, so they ended up abandoning yeah. some of the livestock and, like, say, a lot of them so ran they away. Should have shot it. They should have so, shot. I mean, imagine food. exactly. Yeah, the 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 meat just yeah. just from that. Exactly. That would have given them at least like a, a bit more strength. At least what two three days more strength to actually get going on and. Like, you know, uh, mind as well, uh, body and soul. Well, I mean, obviously, the it, they went through some sort of dry conditions. So, obviously, yeah. the cattle weren't prepared for that. They needed to rest. They yeah. needed to eat. Needed um, to humans needed to regain their health and rest up. Yeah. But, unfortunately, the members of the party didn't, you know, guard the cattle. So, like, they had 21 <laughs> of them. Um, so, some of them were stolen. Stolen? Yeah, by Native American tribes one oh. night, one, one late night. Um, although the, they trekked, um, you know, around trying to find them, they yeah. didn't. Um, the Native Americans basically took about took all the cow, um, but they say some of them ran off as well. Yeah, I don't know, but you should have looked. What you do is look after your cattle better. Exactly, you should that's have. It. You've got enough people there to fucking have the cattle in the middle, and that's but, one of your most important. But obviously. You know, while this is going on, it's yeah. starting to strain the group now. Yeah. Do you know, oh, yeah. everyone's yeah. like arguing, everyone's blaming well each other. Yeah. We should have been there by now. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, what have you dragged us out? It's We're like the kid die. in the back of the car. He's like, we're there, yeah. Most a lot of children. So there was yeah. probably a lot of 
crying, crying definitely. yeah a lot of stress yeah. yeah right and from the beginning of the journey rival factions began to oh, like spring up for obviously away. kind of leadership <sighs> um and obviously this kind of split the camp slightly yeah um yeah, well, in July 19, um, 1846, the wagon train split for the first time. Oh, yeah. no. So the majority chose to travel the traditional safe route. So, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I knew this. I knew this was a kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so they tra- went the traditional way. Yeah. Yeah. And a smaller group tried the Hastings cutoff. And mm. um, once again, trouble began um, when they got into the mountains as the group blamed James Reed for advocating the new path. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, as they trek grew more and more miserable, uh, tempers started to get a bit more bit kind afraid, of irate. Yeah. Um, and on October the fifth, and uh, which was at Iron Point, the two wagons became in, um, entangled in uh, John Schneider's uh, Teamster. Oh yeah, so it's John Times. He's Teamster, which is basically like one of his his right hand men. Yeah. Right. Ended up getting into a bit of a row with him. Oh, bit of a yeah, over whipping an oxen. He was whipping what? it quite furiously, right? And he was like, "Listen, mate, do you want to stop whipping me oxen?" Yeah. yeah and he's like, yeah. "What's it to you? I'll whip the oxen as hard as I like." Yeah, he and he's likes like, it. "He might do, he but he's like, no, I don't want you to whip that oxen that hard. You, you're being brutally violent. Yeah, you need yeah. to chill." So it ended up getting into Jealous. a bit of an altercation mm. with the teamster. Um, the, and the way he was treating James's oxen, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So treating oxen like that. Um, James Reed ordered the man to stop, and when he wouldn't, Reed grabbed his knife and stabbed the teamster in the stomach, killing him. Yeah. Oh, good, uh, with no courts, jails, or any sort of judicial system, the party voted on what to do with Reed. Um, they thought hang him. Well, some of them did actually vote for hanging Ooh. him, but whereas the most of the group yeah. um, decided on exile. Oh, nice uh, people. Yeah, they're nice, aren't they? Leave him to the wolves. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah leave him. And um, well, he wouldn't um, obviously, you know, get be murdered, but like yeah. he'd be left to gamble with his uh, his life would be gambled just well, to, in nature. But um, would he have had, had a little bit of supplies, like you know, a little bit of water, a little bit of meat? I'm sure they wouldn't just leave somewhere. him with nothing. Yeah, but yeah. obviously, well, they said that obviously Reed had family, he had his wife and his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was told that he had to leave his he he could leave his family, yeah. and they could carry on with him. Uh, but with regards Fair to enough. to Reed, um, he had to he had to get on the on his uh, on his bike on his bike. Yeah, yeah, and uh, make his own way to California. Yeah, um, oh, so. You know what I mean? You know, after... an happy chappy, then. He wasn't an happy chappy. Um, well, two he did days, murder someone. Two days after uh, Schneider was murdered, a 70-year-old man grew so feeble that he continued um, to fall behind, and he died yeah. as well. So people were dropping by like flies And no one was point. looking after him by the looks of things as well. Well, no one, but Just he was 70. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, again, it's one of those things where is if it's like if they're too weak and too feeble... And you're weak, and you've got no energy because you 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 can't eat, and you're trying to find food. Yeah. Then it's like, do you waste more energy, bring you trying to bring him bring him along, or do you just leave him leave him behind? I mean, it's one of those. It's like oh, never leave it. a man behind. But yeah, but then it's it, different. If, if, you leave, if you don't, you might not survive yourself. That's a, that's another thing. You know, you're only as strong as your weakest team member. Well, and you you know you've still got to help that last team member to like you know push forward, or you've lost already, really. 
Yeah, true. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's just, it, it, it's in in the sense now that like people aren't caring about each other. Where at the beginning they were like, yeah, you know, we might have had um, um, like separate teams of people who, who want to be leaders and stuff like that, but you still had teams. But now it's like a case of, ah, oh, fuck off, look after yourself. If you drop, you drop. I'm looking after myself now. So it, desperation must have been proper setting in yeah at that totally time. i feel like the desperation aspect especially yeah. as the winter months were starting to draw in yeah. that you would start feeling like shit yeah we've yeah. something's gonna we're in really, really Within bad two water, weeks you're right? gonna be feeling like shit but you just want to get there as fast as i possible. mean the donna party was supposed to reach california by late august early september yeah right and Should have. they were not anywhere near that However, in September, they were still in Nevada, um, working the way slowly um, towards, um, you know, the Sierra Nevada mountain range, right? Ah. So they found themselves without enough food to make it the rest of the way. So with their provisions running low, they sent um, Charles Station, uh, Sanation, I can't remember, Station, um, and William McCluchin, to um, go scouting for food and yeah, stuff. they sent him to the shuttle fort um, in in California to yeah. gather additional food, yeah. but it wasn't enough. So they were still struggling, even though they went out and you, like you were saying, I'd send a couple of people out yeah. there to try and find additional food. It wasn't enough. They, they don't had have to send them. They had just 100, to almost a hundred people to um, to, to look feed, after. See, I'd, yeah. I'd send at least twenty groups out. To go, uh, you know, groups of two or three to try. There's Foraging. People, yeah, to try and get some kind of uh, food. I mean, we'll get into it in a minute. There was yeah. a couple of incidents where they did actually do that and they sent people out, you know, in parties to try and find food. Yeah. And there was a couple of kind of like, you know, success stories, like we said there about mm-hmm. um, old, um, what's it? Yeah. Um, Edda. William Edder, who, well, who had some successful kind well, of hunting yeah. expeditions. He needed at least seven bears to go on that travel, by the sounds indeed, of things. I do think they, they probably bit off more they could chew with the whole expedition, yeah. to be honest. It, literally. Um, <laughs> but obviously they were trying to get a, across the mountain with as many people alive as they could. Yeah. Um, but another big major thing happened... Oh. That they were not expecting. Oh, not another one. Disaster so, after disaster. Really. It is disaster after disaster. Kind of so, like the world at the minute. <laughs> by October 1846, the mm. Donner Party had made it to Alder Creek, California, oh, right. which is part of the Sierra Nevada range. Okay. Um, just past the state line. So technically, they were they in were California. In the, yeah, yeah they, they made, made it. it right? They made yeah. it and give up. <laughs> but they still had a mountain range to get over, which was a pretty Ooh. treacherous mountain range, right? Yeah, it's not over, so it's over, son. Um, the weather forecasts had basically said that there wouldn't really be any major snow up until November. Oh, so they decided to push across the mountain range yeah. and get as far as they could, thinking yeah. that they've got weeks left yeah. before they yeah. needed to get There's up. No there. issue going to be coming up now. Probably the excitement of actually crossing the state line and be pumped actually them up a bit. pumped them up. Yeah, yeah. we're here, man. Yeah. We got. I told you we'd get here. Yeah. We now only got to go house. over that bit of mountain there. We're serving we're in I would have just stayed where it was. Um, So they decided to push across. However, Mm. they were caught in an early snowstorm. Oh, fucking hell. Right, which left them stranded for months. Months? Months. So basically, they ran out of food, right? They would. The snow had blanketed everywhere, right? So getting lost was super easy. Yeah. 
grazing for your cattle. Yeah, it's all non-existent. gone for now. Yeah. Foraging for food for you and your family yeah. is really difficult. You will have certain animals around there at that time, but like they've got that you know they've got um, uh, good disguises and well, they they ended up you know getting so desperate yeah. that they resorted to obviously eating the cattle what they had. Yeah, you got yeah eating the every bit of food they had. Yeah. And then moving down to the cattle's bones, including well, marabone jelly, yeah, Ooh. all that, yeah, boiling the bones till they were literally soft, yeah. yeah. And during all that, they'd be probably fighting as well, each other oh, over course, different Oh, of course, yeah, parts. they was like totally different, you know, obviously tensions were high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were eating the hides, the leather, Fucking yeah, anything they could get their hands on, tree bark, and even... Tree bark? Yeah, serious, um, and even the shoes... Even the shoes? Yeah. They were the leather. So most people's shoes are like, yeah, you know, like true. they they were they were some sort of, they were eating tree bark. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So thinking it's a eating the shoes, we, but that it's just nothing. meant that they was barefoot, right? Which made yeah, the situation worse. worse. They were getting gammy feet, they were bleeding, Freezing. they were really you know, getting um yeah, like you say, hyper what not hyperthermia, what's the thing where your toes can break off or whatever? Oh, uh, uh, you mean uh, trench foot? Oh, no, 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 no. Like um, uh, frostbite. Frostbite. Frostbite, yeah, it. yeah. So, like, I'm assuming that they would have been stuff like that. I mean, this is when yeah. the times were getting to the point where, you know, it's... Getting desperate. Desperate, desperate yeah. times. And they're going to be chilling all the time with their feet on the floor. So... Can't all stay in the... Uh, it, so, the, basically, they've camped up mm. and, like, it's getting to the point now where they've got... a do something yeah um they was they decided because obviously they met they did uh, i mentioned earlier that it was kind of like when they've split off yeah. they met up with these two um native americans oh right? yeah and they were basically helped them out and said oh we can take you part of the way yeah yeah right? they knew the area well but they've ended up coming up a bit later on because like after a while they were like shit we're gonna have to send somebody out there to, you know to try and get us some help and some rescue yeah yeah so a party of about 14 of them which was about nine men and um um five women I yeah all decided that they were gonna go and try and get help and they were yeah. gonna try and get to this this fort and um, where they could raise the alarm yep. and get everybody out there we, but the problem with that Good was idea. it was gonna take months for them to get there yeah. And they got no supplies, so how are they going to have the energy to actually be able to make it down that way? Well, you don't know. I mean, obviously, um, one of the people who led the the um, expedition mm. was actually um, William Eddy. Oh, right. Yeah, they should make it then. Well, <laughs> funny you should say that, actually, because out of the 14, 15 people who actually left, yeah. only seven of them made it back, which was Eddy, oh, um, another guy, yeah. and all of the women. Whoa, Ed, Eddie! Eddie really, you know, did a women hated their husband. Women back first, then. they, they murdered so, the fuckers. Um, but he ended up mooching out off camp. So, like I say, they've gone um, to try and find help. Yeah, but they've ended up getting in, kind of like um, finding these two trailsmen again these native americans all right yeah right and they helped before so they might be able to help now well you'd think that yeah wouldn't yeah, you but like cool. remember i mentioned about william foster earlier yeah, basically right. he owned the rifle that eddie had shot the bear with that's right, right? yeah well foster murdered the two um native americans right oh what for 
Because he was hungry. He was hungry. Yeah, right. So they murdered him, oh, right, and ended up eating him, yeah. right. And these were the guys off on the side expedition just to try and get some help, right. Right. So two days later, they've ended up wandering into this Native American camp, yeah. right, still with rolled up pieces of, of the, their, um, like, allies in their oh. rucksacks, yeah, right. Ended up getting the help and sending out these, you know, the Native Americans a couple of days later. They got him like, give him some paste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get, let him kind of recover. Yeah. Here's um, a horse. Yeah, that sort of thing. And then yeah. guided them to... Um, the entrance out. Out to get out, yeah. yeah. So they were as part of um, a company called um, Hope. Um, I forget what the... I'm, I've got it written down here somewhere. Um, but the, the company that they went out in, they basically... Got to the um, fort in California right. and raised the alarm. They said, "Shit, yeah. there's people stuck up over the mountain. You yeah. need to help us. Um, get shit together. Get out there. You need to out. get some sort of like rescue party out there to save them. Yeah, yeah, because they knew it was bad yeah. and they'd already resorted to the cannibalism. Yeah, right themselves and on the camp. Right, they've eaten mm. everything they could possibly get and there was no way out of it. So it was yeah. one of those. It wasn't a case of that they were killing people to." eat them yeah it was eating the corpses of the people who died of natural causes so of yeah. like uh, exposure people who died of tuberculosis yeah. not a poison or anything like no, that no i mean they, they just normal. literally but i mean yeah. i feel like there is a thing you know um it's called anthropology yeah um which it's a, about kind of psychology and how people once they cross a line it's yeah. it's almost like murderers or serial killers it's like once you take that first life to get the like, taste for it it's not so much the taste for it it's almost like the the stigma or the idea of it's being able to do it is gone you know you're able to do it so if you're in a survival situation and you think well would i be able to eat another human being the yeah. idea of it might sound disgusting but once you've done it once and it's yeah you've, but you've got a full belly yeah, do you know but, what I mean? Would yeah. you would you feel more at ease doing it a second time and a third time and but, a fourth time? Well, I won't come back and start going, mm, you know what, I like that fucking leg, you know what I mean, of a human. I, I'm going to go out there and get one. That's the strange thing because there's a lot of people who kind of partake in cannibalism who end up saying stuff like this and actually getting on board with it. Like, yeah. we've got a guy in later on in the story which, um, you know, was a bit creepy. I feel yeah. like, you know, um, I'd made a couple of quotes that you know were a bit okay. ooh, bit yeah, weird yeah, a bit mm. so um oh yeah so like um is that what you said no no oh, oh yes <laughs> no i just closed the tab that i shouldn't have closed bear oh, with me a second oh you naughty boy you shouldn't have done that i know I'll tell your mother <laughs> well well you uh well i've got it open again now yeah anyway it. so like yeah um so they've gone off obviously later <laughs> yeah so it was the forlorn, forlorn hope was which um, he led, which yeah. was the the party to go and try and get help. So yeah. he's gone down there with uh, Charles Stanton um, and the Milwaukee Indians, like, and they've mm. led him to civilization out in California. Mm-hmm. Um, so the men only survived where Eddie and William Foster, um, because he borrowed his rifle. They borrowed the rifle. Yeah, yeah he right. Kept, they kept hold of it. Um, and the five women um, of the Fallen Hopes had um, obviously resorted to cannibalism as well. 
Uh, but Eddie yeah. tried to hold off as long as possible, he said. Yeah. Because... Yeah, he would say that, though, wouldn't he? You know what I mean? I weren't the first one to go, oh, I'm munching in that fucker. Well, I don't, well, this is the thing, but when, like, you know, you, there's meat on the table, you might change your tune, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like you, you'd have this ethical kind of conundrum first time round, but would you... Yeah, Once you've done it the first time, yeah. it becomes less... Um, like sort yeah, of scary. But it's still. I mean, like, we'll, mate, we'll go into it in yeah, a yeah, little yeah. minute, yeah, 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 right? Because there's a couple of people who say things that make you wonder, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so they've sent out the first sort of um rescue, like, the first rescue, the yeah. first sort of um set of people. And they knew they weren't going to be going to be able to get there for a couple of months or at least a month. Yeah, yeah. Just on foot or on horseback, it might take a bit quicker. Um. Well, I would imagine so, but, hopefully. Um, what's it? Because of Eddie, William Eddie's um, ad- arrived at this, at this, at the, at the, at the uh, in California, yeah. basically, the, the, he'd left bloody footprints, yeah, all the smart. way up to, well, no, it wasn't smart, it was just the fact that he'd eaten his shoes. Yeah, so he's eating his shoes and he's got bloody feet, but it meant that they could track yeah. these footprints all the way back to the camp. Ah, right? I see, I see. So, but it could be smart for trapping an animal as well. Well, maybe, yeah, it could have been. But So, like, they basically sent out the first relief to yeah. try and find his, find this camp, and when they said they arrived at the camp, it was pretty horrific. Great. They were able to get as many as they could out, yeah. but obviously majority of them were women and children, and there was a lot of dead bodies. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the people had been dying been dipping they actually in. said that they were when they first arrived there mm. they didn't actually see anything they couldn't see you know where this what? camp was supposed to be because we were told it was here but they were like sort of hidden under the snow hidden under the snow yeah ah, and they were living in little ho- hidey holes in the snow what the fuck? right so when they arrived then they were like hello is anybody here this woman's just popped her head out of the hole and gone oh my god thank you you know you've saved us Got a lot of them down there. Yeah. And as they were coming down the mountain, um, remember the guy who got exiled? Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically got made it. He, he made, made it, it ages ago. Yeah. He's been wondering where everyone is and why his wife. I've got time with my wife. Surprised <laughs> why he never actually mentioned it earlier. He had to, you know, the the other guys had to turn up and go. We're all over the mountain before Reed James Reed had actually said anything. Yeah. Yeah. But. James Reed actually was one of the heads of the second relief, right? And as they mm. were going up the mountain, the first relief were coming down oh, with right, Reed's yeah. wife and kid. Ah, see. Yeah? So he was like, oh, my God, reunion. I was like, you should have come with me, chicken. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I got here quick. Been here weeks. Been here weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you, you got know. a second family, girls. <laughs> but obviously he couldn't stay yeah. because he had to, you know, pretty much leave them. So he's hugged yeah. his wife and kid and yeah. said, right, I'm off to rescue the next lot. But yeah. it seemed every time they went up the mountain to bring another lot down, it progressively got worse and worse and worse. Well, don't um, it? The second, relief, them. the second relief actually got stuck themselves when they were trying to come down the mountain yeah. and ended up making camp in the, the most worst place ever. Because this All place right. that they'd set up camp yeah. was basically... It's like Typhoon Alley, right? Yeah. Oh, right, it's like the nowadays there's actually um, a, a research lab on the spot where yeah. they made camp because it's like got the worst weather 
ah, in history. good monitoring. So, like, it's really good for monitoring shitty weather. Yeah. But they didn't know that. <laughs> they just made camp there and ended up getting stuck there. So they've oh, needed fuck. to go out and send for help for themselves. Do you know <sighs> what I mean? Oh, shit. So there was four of them, I think, ended up... Um, oh, no, there was a handful of them, yeah. And they basically... Um, one of them died outside, right. like, but they've made a little hidey hole or whatever, or a camp to go in. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was actually one of the seven-year-old kids, right. yeah, who turned around and said, why don't we just eat them? Yeah, because she'd actually eaten a runkle uh, a couple no. of weeks earlier, yeah. What like, so she was, like, desensitised. It's like she was Train. even turning around to the other kids and going... It's not that bad. It's quite nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like chicken. It's like chicken tastes really <laughs> nice with a, like bit of, with a bit of acorn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, bit no. of, bit of uh, here's a bit of pine, pine tree. Here's a three-pronged fork. Uh, so, and that's a, a So like a I say, in terms that. of liking it, yeah, mm. you know, this little kid, Lucy, I think it was one of the uh, Donners, Lucy Donner, potentially, right. um, was like, well, why well, don't we just Nice eat, little things to snack on. Why don't we just eat the, the guy? Because she'd been kind of told it was all right. You know what I mean? And the, and like, Surely the, sec that the second group who got caught, that they had <laughs> enough food there to, to bring them there and not. back. Obviously not. Because... Oh. Fuck the, up after so a fuck up. Anyway, as each sort of um, rescue party went up there, yeah. they reported it just being worse and worse and worse to the point where when they got up there, it resembled more of an abattoir scene. Oh, yeah, no. With bodies um, strewn about. Um, the last, or the third uh, relief mm. was, they were left with about 14 kids and one adult, yeah? And when um, the adult, basically, I think that's who went down and they got stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So there was left um, just a handful of people left up on the mountain. Right. Um, but as, like I say, as they kept going up, they just kept finding like there was less and less people. Yeah. To the point where there was literally on the last relief or the fourth relief, there was yeah. only four people left up there. Right. Yeah. There was um, one of the lads, um, the Donna boys right right and um his sister right and basically he'd been injured or been sick from the very start but he'd managed to survive the whole trip okay. right yeah, yeah yeah up until the fourth relief and he ended up passing away right which meant that his sister was like well i've been here just looking out for him and looking after him this is why i've stayed so long yeah. but there's nothing left keeping me here yeah, yeah so i'm off but one of the guys who was left up there, I think it was a guy called um, Schneider, yeah, right. potentially. I need to find his name because it was like the guy who was left up there was the last adult, yeah. Right. And he claims that they ate the boy, yeah, yeah and then she died because she fell in a gully, got wet, and ended up getting, like, some sort of, like, chill and mm. dying, yeah. Well I, but he said mm -hmm. that her flesh was the most tender and supple he'd ever tasted. Because yeah, he got yeah. it fresh, he murdered her before so he So he was pretty much like the last survivor. So when the fourth wave went up, it was actually only four of the like most ruthless sort of guys who yeah. were willing to go up there because they were only up there for the loot, for the treasure. Because yeah. you've got to remember, all these... All it their money, everything. everything was like in trays bolted to the underside of the carriages. It yeah. was like they were taking thousands of dollars worth of silver and yeah. gold and yeah. jewels and family heirlooms and stuff. 
So Good these guys were like, well, we'll go up there. We'll save whoever's up there. But, you know, we're taking any of the, the treasure. Jewelry comes the, first. That, that's what we're taking home with us. Yeah. So when they got up there and it was like this last guy. Um, just, Who was a profiteer? He was basically, um, you know, not tortured, but like basically told, show us where you've buried the loot. Yeah. yeah. Or you're going to just leave you up here. Yeah. So <laughs> they've ended up. He's ended up going, oh, all right, then told him where he's buried the treasure. Well, I suppose Lou means allowed, nothing to you now. Was allowed to kind of tag along as they made the way back. You yeah. follow our trails right. of our horse. he was like so kind of, oh, yeah, I'm the last survivor. I survived it. You know, like, and was very vocal about the when fact When he got that, back into town. Yeah, was... yeah, about how he, what he had to do to survive. And he actually ended up getting a bit of a reputation oh. as a cannibal. Uh, oh, but obviously didn't like that. Well, he shouldn't have been cutting around going, yeah, you know what I did? I'm a cannibal. <laughs> I'm a cannibal. You know I mean? Like fucking Epstein walking around going like, yeah, you know what I do? And you know, no one's saying anything, well, which yeah. a lot of people didn't. Well, there was, what's it? The, I mean, there's been loads of accounts of it from the survivors, obviously. Mm. Um, the youngest of the Donna children, she published an account of the Donna party in 1911 based on um, print See? accounts okay. of um, her and her sisters. Yeah. Um, the Graves children lived um, varied lives. Um, Mary Graves um, married early, and then, um, but to her first husband, she was murdered. Oh, so you know, these okay, never. Yeah. She didn't have. The Gra- Nancy Graves was nine, um, nine years old during the winter of 19, 1846 to forty-seven. Yeah, um, she refused to acknowledge her involvement in any of it. Oh, right, so she likes a bit of... Uh, she probably ate it. Yeah, she probably um, just went... She was the first one. Fucking get... Let's have a bite. I'm fucking starving here. Well, Eddie um, ended up remarrying and starting a family in California. He attempted uh, to follow up on his promise yeah. um, to murder Lewis um, Kessberg. Oh, that shit. That was the guy who was the last guy. Ah. So Louis Kesper- Kesberg, yeah. He was the guy who was like, basically, it's the most supple flesh I've even eaten. But fucking, you know. I mean, I d- I've been not been gone through. I mean, you know I mean, honestly, right, I've tried to be as kind of like, give you as much information as possible. It is a lot of information. But yeah. in terms of the, the cannibalism itself, yeah. yeah, there was so much of it. In terms of like, who... Out of all these people, I think there was only like what thirty-three people who actually made it back or survived the Donna. Um, yeah, didn't party. you say have something about um, there was uh, like fourteen kids and like couple of adults, and then when they went, when the second uh, uh, or the third one went away, and then they come back, the relief. There was what? Yeah, there was one one adult and yeah. fourteen kids, and it was like the end. No, of, like, no, that was that demons. was literally right. Yeah, but do you know what? There was it. There was two adults and fourteen kids. Right. And um, basically, when they went up there, I think that to, they, they debated whether to just leave them. Yeah. yeah. To let the snow take them. Yeah. Because yeah. they were so feral at that point that they were, you they know, they were little demons. Way, they? Yeah. they were like little demons. And I mean, you were talking about how kind of like eating human flesh can affect yeah. you. I mean, look at yeah. mad cow disease. Well, yeah. actually, it is sort of the same. I effect. think that's what fucking um, what's it is Alzheimer's. It's because with all these older generations have been eating tainted meat. But anyway, yeah. So what survived was the mules. The mules survived. Oh, clever then. No, it just goes to show you that fucking nobody wants to eat donkey meat. 
Trey. It's like, nah, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, shove that up your ass, mate. So, I mean, I'll have you in flesh. When, so, like I was saying about, like, you know, things the people did to survive and the cannibalism. Yeah. Yeah. There was a hunting party where they went out to find venison or deer or something. Yeah. yeah right. And um, one of the groups found a deer. They, they killed it, stabbed it. They were literally used all their energy to try and take down this deer. Yeah. And did. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, one of the other groups out had an inju- had a sort of a fucking um, a problem. One of them people passed away. Yeah, during right. their expedition. Okay. And they've gone. Well, is he all right? Can we have him then? Like you know, and like oh shit! So yeah, he straight was away, like he was up fair like game. Cattle. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, well, if if he's dead and nobody wants him, are we all right to take him? Yeah. And he was like, well. I suppose so, yeah. I mean, it's like, he's not going to argue, well, but him. then it's like, they've gone back to camp, and even though the idea that there was fresh venison yeah. on the table, yeah. yeah, these guys still chose to eat the human flesh. So, I mean... So it that must be nice, then. I mean, in terms of... I think most people say it tastes like pork or yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. And I think we do... Do you know, like, they say when, like, you know, if you were to butcher a human body and hang it up like you would in a butcher's, or, you know, a butcher's, a human would resemble a pig, like Mr. Bacon uh, last uh, the Mr. other week. Mr. Bacon, yes. yeah, yeah, which he was hung up like a pig. Wasn't I he? mean, there was too many people to get into the names and of, of too much, but I mean, yeah, obviously, it is quite a lot, a lot to go into with tonight's story. But I mean, yes. obviously, if you want to look into the Donner Party and get a bit more information, there's so much, so much information. There's so many books, documentaries. And first-hand accounts. In fact, there's actually, like, um, a diary entry I've got here. Mm. Um, and it was... So, what's it say? It says, um, on the eight, the 28th page of Patrick Breen's diary... So, Patrick Breen was obviously one of the uh, the party there. Oh, travel, um, he's recorded his observations um, in late February 1847. So, like I say, mm-hmm. he actually spent a Christmas on this lake. Yeah. Like... In harsh conditions, yeah, and I think they actually saved. Yeah, there is a plaque there, but they they saved what little food they could squirrel away for Christmas Day, yeah, and yeah, to make it a better day because you, you, yeah, of course. I mean, it's like you know, Christmas Day, you've always got to try and make a bit of a yeah, an event of it, but like, um. This was getting into February now, so I mean, it just gets colder and colder back towards February, March. Um, but basically, um, the diary entry included um, the idea that uh, Mrs. Murphy said that yesterday uh, that she would um, commence on on Mitt and eat him. So she's obviously oh. turned around to him and said uh, to Patrick and said, "Do you know what? If if I can't find any food by tomorrow, I'm gonna just eat him." Yeah, like. Wow. Um, wow. Um, th- and then he noted that I don't, um, I don't that she has done so yet, or I doubt that she has done so yet. Um, but the whole idea is distressing. So like this, wow, this yeah. could have been like you know, how many times do we have to eat one of our own? Or am, am I going to be salt eating? Bit gravy? Am I going to be know, eating it? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but yeah, but that's that 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 I suppose it, it depends on your strength and. You know, character and stuff like that. On, like, if you want to be a survivor, like those who like. Don't I mean, want this is the thing, though. I mean, have you ever seen then... that film Alive? Yeah. Where the plane crashes on the mountain, and yeah, it's a yeah, similar yeah. thing. I yeah. mean, what do you do? I mean, do you 
you're on a barren Got a bit of land. I yeah. mean, you're in a mountain, what sort of sustenance? You're not going to be able to go foraging for mushrooms or, you know, Can't there's no woodland yeah. sort of like you got to find creating something. any sort of yeah. like moisture to create any life. So it's like, yeah. well, you're on a mountain, what do you do? I'll, I'll eat you yeah. and everyone you know and love, yeah. son. Do you know right. what I mean? It's simple, isn't it? Pick the fattest person, slice his throat or his throat. Bang, there you go. We've got a meal now That's for a couple murder. of days. It's only okay if they die of natural no, if everyone cause. was... Oh, and it's like, what's it? What was that um, explorer who he went, I'm going out, um, oats. And he oh, says, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going outside now. Yeah. I may be a while. And he, go, and he makes that sacrifice to say, you know, it, you can eat me, boys. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, is, is is that a sacrifice? Or was he... I mean, Red Dwarf say it all of us. It's like, he's hardly going to say, like, um, you know, murdered oats and then, you know, mopped up the last bit of his <laughs> fucking gravy with a bit of crusty bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. but... He he's noted in his diary that he made the sacrifice to his his men, yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, personally, it's like if I gave you permission, it's like, boys, if if we don't make it, well, feel free to eat me. Well, technically, I bags you the be- the left buttock, sir. Well, yeah. Well, technically, you can, but on the bait uh, on about cutting the fat person's throat. Uh, uh, reference I was on about. I was on about like if like. Let's say there was accidentally, five accidentally cut his yeah. throat. I got exactly what yeah. you meant. There. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. It wasn't it's a case of survivor. It's survival of five people. What you've got? are all I'd in the stand, same and cannot get out the same instant. I'd stand up in court and say, um, "Yeah, I wasn't going to murder him, but then I asked myself, what would Beyonce do?" Well, there was and then I was like, "I'm a survivor." Well, there's no point killing me if I've already killed someone for the meal. You know what I mean? Well, and that thing. meal was going to last a couple of days. I can't remember. So I've got I more chance it, of getting out of there. There was like basically, uh, you know, it's it was seems like the Donner Party were only a couple of days away from food every they time they taken, had to, yeah. to, to, to do it. They and it not was like they shouldn't have really had to kind yeah. of resort to cannibalism, especially for the kids. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for the kids having to do it, really. Little, little I mean, in terms of um, PTSD, yeah, I can imagine there was shocking. a lot of shock after when. And just to they go must have back thought to that was normal as just well. to go back to normal life yeah. afterwards, knowing yeah, yeah, yeah. that you've eaten someone. Normal, I don't think normal life would come back. To be honest, if you've if you've had flesh and you still want flesh, especially, then that's like flesh. Well, you know what I mean. Especially listener, listeners at home, have you ever tasted human flesh? Would mm-hmm. you eat it, or would you eat it again? I don't yeah. know. Let us know. Have yeah. you eaten, um, a, you know, a, a, a person barbecue? I've sucked my own blood. Oh. <laughs> I've eaten a scab. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. bit me own toenails. Yeah. Is that like, as cannibalism? Well, chew yes. me fingers. I do yeah. actually chew on me. Uh, I do on my fingers. fingernails. Yeah, so, you know, is that yeah. cannibalism? Well, I suppose in te- well, yeah, in te- yeah, because it's coming from your body and you've give your own self permission to 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 have it. So, it well, no, I, I think that there is a well, thing it's where it's like you can go, you know, as long as you give permission. Yeah. Like Maybe. written permission, like you, yep. Yeah, oh wait, no, he said he could, yeah. and it was like, wait, well, hold on, I recopy it, I write it out right in front of you now. I there just said, go. well, no, as long as I die of natural causes, I give that German permission to eat me. Hold on, well, yeah, well, it's usually a German, isn't it? Well, yeah, anyway, it's been a few, yeah. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed the um, episode. If you've got any thoughts, um, if, or if you or anyone has been affected by yeah. the... You know, if you the, like human flesh and you'd like to talk about it. Yeah, or if you've yeah. ever tasted human yeah. flesh and what yeah, yeah. gave us an actual, you know... Breakdown. Breakdown of, of yeah. what it does taste like. Yeah, because... With it, a bit of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, d- you don't want any sauce, will you? Just a bit of salt. Yeah, <laughs> right, a bit well, well, you know what to do. Send us an email. Send us a, a yeah. comment. And don't we'd send us any flesh. <laughs> don't a hamper. Yeah, don't give us an hamper now. Sa- right. Taylor just wanted to know if it's Willy fit in a fucking hot dog bun. <laughs> nah, anyway. I believe so, no. Yeah, so Donna Party, if you're interested in finding out more, you know what to do. Have a bit of a Google. I might oh, do a bit of a blog with a bit more information um, on the website. Yeah. Um, if you'd like that, let me know. Uh, anyway, moving on with the show, we've we've got some plenty of news and stuff coming up. We have indeed. I think that's coming up around about now, isn't it? It is. It's the news. Oh, it's the newsiest news around, and we've spent a good good portion good time of time talking to Trevor McDonald. <laughs> it's like ten o'clock every hour. It is. It's like ten o'clock every ten o'clock news. Yeah. It, yeah. Whenever it suits. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That new that whole thing with the dong, dong, reading the headlines out between the dongs. Yeah. That was like powerful stuff. I always yeah, rated like, Trevor McDonald like for his, you know, his uh, his command of like, you know, timing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he'd be like, dong, the uh, this stuff is happening. Dong. Oh no, more stuff. You know what I mean, Trevor? Yeah, anyway, I'm getting I'm getting way them. off topic because yeah. tonight we've got news we and um, we're going to kick off the news ah. with with a news story. Um, have you got any? Well, in fact, I'm going to go. Yeah, You're going to go I've first. Go first. Go yeah. So uh, it's a light-hearted one. This is. Do you know okay. like people who kind of do things in the middle of the night? Uh, sleepwalkers. Well, it might be a sleepwalker, but do you know, like, right? So if you've got, um, if you feel like a civic duty, yeah, yeah, right, to to pick up litter or you know make your neighbourhood a little yeah. bit better. They did a flower one not that long ago, a couple of years ago. Nice. Yeah. I like stuff like that, yeah. you know, because that breeds pride in your area. People yeah, yeah. are more Brand likely to look after it yeah. if it looks nice, yeah, right? Yeah. If you if your neighbourhood looks like shit, can't be no asked, one's gonna yeah. look bother to maintain it yeah. and make it look. Any you can't be asked, right, should we? Um, and if you work, yeah, you work days. Yeah, when yeah. are you gonna do it? You might still feel like you want to put some, give some it back. Oh, so this is yeah. a story of a man dubbed Edward Scissorhands, oh. um, who's basically been cutting and pruning trees in the middle of the night. So this has been happening in the Fort Trespass Worth neighbor in a Fort Worth neighborhood. Mm. Uh, it's I don't know, you see, because I feel like people in the states have got like, you know, a, a bit of thing about the property line. You know what I mean? And I mean, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Would you mind if somebody kind of came into your yard and started pruning your hedges? What if he did a cock a ball in the middle of the night? Yeah, but you might not like what he's designing for you. I feel like he's just trimming them. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's your garden. If you don't want that in there, well, this is this is you know a mean? man who's been observed sneaking around late at night trimming trees. The neighbourhood are calling him Edward Scissorhand, <laughs> and um, he, so this is a man who was saying, "I was talking to my wife Emily, and she said." Um, we had a storm last night, so she went to the window, and there he was, Edward Scissorhands. Um, Free trim? So I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing, but some people would get irritated on, like, you know, I feel if like they draw, it's the did a giraffe and you wanted a dolphin. When, well, I don't feel like he's doing topiaries, like, or, you know, like anything artistic. He's yeah. just trimming it. But I feel like, you know, 
some people find that a bit weird, you know, people going onto their property to do work. It's like, are you trying to say that I'm not maintaining my own property? Obviously uh, people, not. you know, get, you know, I mean, obviously there's some states where it's like you go on people's property, you can get bloody shot. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, like, it's a risk, <laughs> you know what I mean? It to just risk. prune a bit of a trim of, of a hedge. But, I mean, I feel like, the fact that he's doing it in the middle of the night is probably more unnerving because it's like obviously if he's not waking man, anyone a up, a man trimming a hedge in the daytime, yeah, nobody would bat an eyelid. No, but the fact that this has made news, yeah, because, because he's, he's doing it at night, night. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, he's a stalker. It's, it's a weird one because I mean, if everybody started. You know, we're twenty-four hour party people, baby. It's like, I, when do you care if I wash my car at one in the morning or well, do me edges? What if I want to pay for the, the job? Lawn. What if I want to pay for the job? I thought he was cracking, and I want to pay That's a good him. point. I mean, uh, did he actually know who the guy is yet? And like, is he someone from you know another town well, just come in? Apparently, and he was very kind of um, you know um, sneaky. He took a lot of pride in his work because yeah. um, he started trimming the trees, admiring his work, kind of stepping back. To kind of go... You've got good eyesight then yeah, as well. it's looking good, that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's kind of nice, yeah. It right? is nice. If he's making his neighbourhood nicer, yeah. and he's not causing any problems apart from no. a few snip, 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 snip in the dead of night. Yeah, and it's not waking you, it's not disturbing you. Yeah. It's fair as long enough, as he's yeah. being a good boy, yeah, we don't mind. Yeah, yeah, but then, you know... Good boys can turn into bad boys. I see so many videos of people just trying people's car doors in the middle of the night. So I would rather yeah. see someone cutting the edges than actually doing that. Yeah, but you then also I mean? he got a lethal weapon in his hand. What if there's an accident? Mel Gibson? No, <laughs> no, uh, the guy <laughs> with his <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, all right, fair enough. Have you got any news you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, oh, PayPal, PayPal, naughty, naughty. They come out the other day and uh, stated that they were looking at uh, doing your changes on the terms and conditions. And basically... Terms they... and conditions change so all, all the time, though, yeah. with all companies. I'm always getting kind of like, oh, we've had an update in our terms and conditions. And like... It's more for their benefit than ours, guaranteed. Well, I never one. read them. And no. that's what I'm I mean. I'm going to start it's doing like, it. For all I know, you know, I could be ticking a box that says Google could have my first born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, you yeah. know... Well, they're fucked then, aren't they? <laughs> well, I know that's why I refuse to have children. Yeah, children are no more in there. Uh, well, they they uh, put out um, that they were going to charge uh, people 2,500 quid for not uh, having the same agreement than, um, than the government or... What? Yeah. So, like on the jabs, if we start, if we started talking about jabs, and and then like I'm going, I'm dead against it, and you're going, I'm for it, you'd be all right. But they'd be, they would take two thousand five hundred quid out of my account. They can't do that. Uh, so it's like but, almost like moderating yeah. speech. What you say. So yeah. it's like, that's no, it. we'd be that's fucked, it. mate. That's we'd it. be skinned. We'd be bankrupt. Yeah. Honestly, if they were to turn around and go. Every time you say something that we find a little bit ooh, taboo, yeah. then we're going to take 250 grand out of your bank account or whatever they're going to take. It's but like, this is the new well, shit. Well, they're going to get a shock because there's nothing in there. Yeah. And it's like, 
Well, this is what I'm saying. It's like, it's only, you know, it seems like we're a stone's throw from fucking, like, companies being able to indenture people yeah. in terms of, yeah. like, you've got a debt with us, then you can come and work it off. Yeah. Or, you know, we'll charge you food and accommodation along yeah. the way as well. So you're pretty much Throwing never going to... You're never everything. going to pay off your debt. No, no. You're just going to be, like, an Amazon worker for life. There was such an outrage on Twitter that uh, they've actually backtracked and turned around and said that, actually, it was one of our other workers who said this and... Uh, it was like it was, it was just, an idea we were just they were talking seeing about. If it'd fly, but it didn't, yeah, so they got caught out and like keep your eyes out, people, because there's going to be some more of this kind of stuff uh, trying to be coming out. I keep seeing. Um, I've got this story here mm. about um, pro- a protester. Um, you might have seen it. It was it made headlines this week. Yeah. Um, so this is fossil fuel protesters who um, have been charged after throwing tomato soup ah. at a Van Gogh. Uh, Van Gogh's oh. uh, sunflowers oh. in a London gallery. I feel this is. I mean, what's the fossil fuel protesters got against artwork? Because I feel like this is the second time this has happened where someone's coming and threw custard or fucking Campbell's soup. They should have thrown it at an Andy Warhol painting. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Tomato soup at tomato soup. Yeah. Ooh. I just feel like what is the only the only sort of connection I can see here is that it's an oil painting. Yeah, ah, right. I don't. I can't see any other. Oh, see, you know, we should. See. I mean, sunflower oils way better, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So why are they? Why yeah. are they fucking attacking the sunflowers yeah. painting? Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Yeah, I feel like by destroying art is not a good way of protesting. And sitting in the in the fucking street, yeah. wait, you know, again protesting fossil fuel oil. Yeah. yeah, when they're pretty much wasting petrol, having people yeah. queue up, uh, fucking sat there with their motors running for 20 minutes while they try and get people out the street. I feel like your protesting's great. Protest your heart's content, but yeah. when it impacts, you know, Ambulance, history, artwork, well. and us, the, the normal everyday working people, then that's just stupid, yeah? yeah Aim but- your protest at the people you want to protest against. Don't protest towards the community and the the people of your area because you're just going to piss people off yeah but that you sort they sort of they no sort one's going to want to join you well if if you if you as a government are stopping all the avenues to actually get a, a common um, I understand. I understand what you're saying. So you're basically saying that it's like you know avenues by, are being closed, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. have so to go be, to a certain it's extremes. It's being made harder for people yeah. to protest legally. Yeah. Right. And um, I mean, you should check out um, Mark Thomas, yeah, um, the Right to Protest documentary. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, and it's so good. And you know, he actually breaks a world record of how many protests done in a day. And yeah. I bet you he couldn't do that now. And and it's all, well, basically, I, I don't want to go too much into it, but it yeah. was Ian and Dates, a police station, because you had to apply yeah, yeah. for the right to protest. Yeah, you need a permit. And he, yeah. yeah, so you had to apply for a permit. He inundates this small police station with so many people um, applying for permission for the most ridiculous things. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, well, I want to protest trolls <laughs> under bridges. As, what like, like, yeah, flags. As I want to protest yeah yeah it's yeah. like i want to protest my toothbrush <laughs> surrealism yeah, yeah something like that yeah. you know and it was like um potatoes <laughs> so Anything. you know oh. i do recommend watching it yeah, it's a great documentary watching. and obviously it tells you how there are procedures if you want to protest especially in london outside yeah. parliament square yeah. and i think that this whole uh, documentary comedy routine 
or comedy, this story, yeah, yeah, that Mark Thomas tells starts with them having a picnic outside Parliament Square. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. the cake that they had at the picnic had a peace sign on it. Yeah. And they were told they were told yeah. that that was a protest. Because they're not getting a bit of money for it. And that they were illegally protesting. He was like, no, it's cake. And he yeah. was like, nope, makes a statement, a political statement, yeah. therefore it's a protest. So, yeah, so this right. is how that ends up kicking off anyway. Yeah. Yeah, um, going back to the news. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I feel like throwing um, soup at a painting just doesn't. Uh, I just feel like no. that is a priceless piece of artwork. Yeah, that has literally Not got nothing much. to do with the price of fish. Yeah, but then, but then it, uh, I put half of the problem down to the media because well, we've they've covered it. We're they've covered it, it and not covering other things that uh, are more important. Well, I feel like like what they've tried to do is make um, a statement and get people to listen to them. They've, they've yeah. achieved that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna knock what they've done in terms of like yeah, they probably want to make a, vote, make a change. Lost them, yeah, but they've they've lost my sort of like yeah. admiration in terms of what they've done to that painting. Yeah, there could um, be different ways of doing it. I mean, if that was permanently destroyed, that's, yeah. that's a real kind of shame for fucking, like, history and humanity and art. Do you know and what I'd I mean? And I'd be charging them for it as well. Oh, mate, they said fucking 80 million yeah, pounds yeah, or something you ridiculous. You. There's the first slave lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're indentured. Yes. Yeah, 100%. You're probably hear that soon a lot. Yeah, totally. Um, any news you want to talk about? Um, yeah, funny enough, um, Poland. 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 What's going on in Poland? Well, uh, Poland has actually asked the USA for, supposedly, for some nuclear weapons. What? Yeah. Why would Poland need nuclear weapons? It's like, we're just a bit worried that Russia's coming. Because, well, uh, basically because if you've got nuclear weapons, you've got less chance of Putin walking through the door going, right, because he's going to be looking for another country as well. Oh, so can we just have them just as a deterrent? We don't have to plug them in. Yeah, We won't plug them in. We'll just keep them just safe, just in case. Yeah, which which I thought was mad. And not only that, even madder. Well, why don't they just pretend that we gave them nuclear weapons? Just tell Putin. So we can just go, we'll just deliver a load of empty boxes one day and go, there you go, there's your nukes. Radiation don't, stuff don't like that would be... Don't blow them up in there. If it's to do with a radiation, they They're can They're not going to be able out, to... They, they can find out through satellites. Care. I don't care, right? Yeah. If he thinks they've got them, they're just in very good silos, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's lead trains line. underneath the ground. Yeah, lead line silo. So don't worry about it. We've got them, trust. Yeah. yeah you don't yeah. have to have them. Just pretend you've got them. You've got to be a good bluffer, though, as well. But say, they a good do you know bluffer? what, Putin? We've got, like, even way better nukes than you, yeah? We've yeah, got nukes we've got that you... have got bigger ones, man. You haven't even thought of these nukes yeah. before, yeah? We've got nukes that, like, you, you've not even seen. Oh, well, he's even got better news. Putin's oh, had good news for himself. Oh, I thought you said he was going to have even better nukes. Oh, I was going to say, what, is this no. we're getting into where my dad's bigger than your dad sort oh, of argument here? Oh, no. Well, I'll tell you this. They will be, They will definitely not be uh, talks between Ukraine and uh, uh, Putin because it is now illegal to have peace talks with Putin in the Ukraine. As of last week. Well, I feel like whatever 
uh, whatever is coming to Putin, he deserves in terms of like you know. Running out of ammo at the minute. Well, they're, they're basically they're, they're on their asses, and I feel like they're actually now the front line's being pushed into Russia. So it's like Russia, will, you know what? Yeah, we've already meant, attacked the red lines. It meant now. for Ukraine to just turn around and go, no, this is all Ukraine now. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean? well, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. not? You keep trying to do it to us. It's like no, nah, no, nah, fuck you. This is all ours. Well, why not when actually uh, NATO is now brought in a terrorist in group, <laughs> yeah. a, uh, uh, ISIS, paying them 15 grand a piece to actually go and fight in Ukraine for NATO. Well, they, yeah, they have been for a while, I think. They, they were getting it's like... Official now. It's they, officially were, they were hiring um, mercenaries, definitely, to fight. Um, obviously, we talked about like the uh, prisoners that have been drafted in with yeah, a... With a yeah. Proviso. Which in a way is a good idea. If, if you last six months, you get your freedom. Bullshit, mate. If they, if, if they get kind of told, you go off to the Ukraine, if you come back in six months or a year or whatever, we'll we'll let you live. It's like, well, wait a minute. What What's to stop them from just doing what these guys did and buggering off? Because I've got this story here of um, two men... Uh, two Russian men mm. uh, to avoid getting drafted yeah. of basically trying to seek asylum in the United States Fuck after off. reaching a remote Alaskan island by mm. boat. What the So fuck? these two have tried to escape Russia by any means necessary. Yeah, ended up in Alaska. Closed. Yeah. Yeah. And now how do I know they're not two prisoners that were released from yeah. the prison? Right. Yeah. And told you go and infiltrate America. They shouldn't accept it on the premise as well that um, if Putin hears about this, which he will hear about it, then they will be asking for him back. And if we don't give him back, then we uh, America be put under as you've uh, kidnapped two of my <laughs> fellow countrymen. We're going to attack you, or we're going to we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to put sanctions out or whatever. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's a it's an interesting one. It, it is. It's very interesting. So, I mean, in terms of, like, you know, trying to escape it or, mm. like, trying... I mean, in terms of who he's getting to fight this war, I feel well, he's like... He's got 300,000 people on the way, aren't they, being trained right now? Well, they're being trained. They're just like people who... They're just like me and you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way I see the draft, and I've said this so many times, it's like if, if, if they knocked on my door, yeah, and I'd say, look, Colonel, yeah, by... By you knocking on my door, yeah, that means that all the actually fully trained army men, yeah, yeah that you did have, Gone. that you've sent, yeah, mm. are fucking dead, yeah. right, yeah. You wouldn't Your be knocking on my door, yeah, right, if you didn't have a, a whole battalion of fucking super soldiers or people who were fully trained who wanted to be there, yeah, right, at your disposal, yeah, and if they didn't fucking win... Yeah. What makes you think I'm going to make an impact? <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well. I say, sorry, fella, you got the wrong man. And I just shut the door. And then if I have to wear a feather in me, a white feather in my cap, oh, well. Oh, no, I'll be straight I'll say, no, no, I'm on communications, me. I'm morale boosting for the boys on the front line. I, I'll be totally different. I'll be straight up there. Yeah, give us a rifle, show us the position. I'm fucking off, mate. Yeah, it is a position. Bend over and take one for your country. Uh, right, <laughs> anyway, so I found this story. Yeah. Um, a woman, this is amazing, actually. Yeah, right. And I, we've talked about people with superpowers Yeah. Oh, yeah. in the past. Yeah, and whether have, peeps, people with superpowers actually exist. Yeah. Yeah. Now, some might argue this is a genuine superpower. 
Yeah, yeah. So this is a woman who can smell Parkinson's. Yeah. Literally yes. smell the disease Parkinson's, right? And she's helping scientists develop a new test. That's so right. um, scientists drew on 72-year-old Scott's rare condition um, to help identify people with neurological conditions. How can you smell if someone's got a neurological condition? It's, it's, a, it, it, it's your pathways, isn't it? it, it there's just a l little change in your pathways, and everyone's different. Every single person in this well, world is different. Well, she's basically the same. The scientists have harnessed the power of this woman's hypersensitive uh, sense of smell to develop a new test which determines whether people have Parkinson's or not. Um, good, the test clever. has been um, years in the making. Yeah. I actually heard about yeah. this woman a fair few years ago. Yeah. Um, after academics realised that John um, Milline uh, could smell the condition, uh, the 72-year-old from Perth, Scotland, um, has a rare con condition that gives her, her heightened sense of smell. And she noticed in, um, that her late husband, Les, developed a different odour when he was uh, 33. 12, year, 12 years before he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Fucking hell, so, so that she got the connection because she was so close as well. So yeah, she, 100%. That, that's an extra... But knowing that smell, yeah. um, obviously, would, is that something that she can pick out of? I'm supposed that that's what they've tested her with. So they've got people who they know have got Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gone, can you smell it on this person? Can you smell it on that person? Yeah. And maybe done like 50-50 and then see how many she could get right. To, the, to the extent that they believe that she's got this gift. We won't be the one that's not supposed to have it, and she turns around and goes, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's like, she, poor Les, she was probably turning around to him every five minutes going, you stink. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you stink. Yeah. I don't know what that smell is, but you smell really bad. Yeah, it, but there's, I've found that there's quite a few of them, in, including with animals as well. We were talking about animals, I think, was it a couple of weeks ago about a dog who could smell cancer and stuff? Dogs can smell yeah. cancer. There's literally loads of cases about mm. that. And dogs have been known to be able to sniff cancer out. But you're getting yeah. quite a lot of humans But dogs it, have right? that heightened sense of smell, generally speaking. You know what I mean? Cats, dogs, they, they do just have that sense. Whereas yeah. humans don't generally have that. No. So to have somebody who, rare, rare, you know, rare. and, they, you know, when people go, oh, you know, um different ends of the spectrum in terms of yeah. remember the film Unbreakable yes I yeah, do, with, yeah. Um, got it with Bruce Willis I have. and got you know the, the way that that's kind of explained is like you know these people on one end of the spectrum to the other yeah um, from like you know people who have the brittle bones um, like Ooh, Genesis Imperfecta to people who have super hard bones it'll never break I can yeah. sort of believe that with basically someone who's always gets a little bit of good luck every so often well, that's and good, then someone good, who doesn't good get looks, good luck good at luck all. or bad looks beside the point i'm talking about physical attributes yeah. so like so be, being able to smell there'd be might be somebody on one end of the spectrum who's literally got no smell at all yeah. whereas this yeah. woman she's like got such like super super sensory smell do you know what i mean well I, I, like i was saying like I, I, every single person is different in different ways you know what i mean yeah, yeah. inside and out and especially with inside and the amount of combinations just imagine your brain the amount of combinations that, that couple, could come together a couple of stories about brains coming yes. up um yeah. so we'll get into that actually but like you're right i mean in terms of like combinations of of how you're wired to how i'm wired is totally different yeah. and like you know in having that extra sensory smelling does that mean these people with 
extrasensory hearing is the people out yeah, there with definitely. extra supersonic sight you yeah, know definitely it, they've say, just yeah. not been discovered yet or yeah. just or want to keep themselves to themselves exactly which yeah. they can do if they wish to or maybe the thing is about having like an ability in that sense right yeah so you can't you go around your life or you kind of just take for granted that the way you see things or hear things or smell things is the way yeah. that everybody else smells things I having that extra sensory you might have a heightened sense of hearing but compared to everybody else yeah but because you're just used to it that that's just hearing do you yeah know what I mean? yeah yeah and i used to use that kind of thing while i was growing up like i'd used to test things to see if have i or even question uh, certain people have i am i superhuman am i better yeah. than you is my sight like on the side like it's 60 percent better uh is it like yours and then some people like no or then like you know i feel like again with like stuff like um sports computer games Mm. those types of things that people you can kind of like judge that people have a a better hand-to-eye coordination have better timing have better um you know physical prowess so you know in terms of like you know the olympics when you watch that Mm. i mean it's like I watched a video the other day where a guy's walking up to people in the street and going, I'll give you $50 now if you can do a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's like, well, nah, I know for a fact I can't do one. So it's like, if he well, comes over try. to me, I'm going, nah, my fuck, yeah. I'm <laughs> going to kill myself or yeah. break my neck. Yeah. But I, most people just went, nah. Because, yeah. you know, they can't do it. I've yeah? got a bad back today. <laughs> it's not a thing that not everybody can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so right. it's like or a, a percentage of well, people. Well, you could do, do it with practice. If you were, if you had um, enough practice, practice and enough time, practice you could and confidence. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, that that's a part of it as well. The confidence and Fucking e- everything joins together. It's not just one thing, is it? Really? So I'm sick of kids going pop a wheelie when you're on your bike, and you're like, yeah. oh no, no, because I've never been able no, to I'll pop, pop my a wheelie. <laughs> Can you pop I'll a wheelie? Pop my tire. Oh yeah, that's easy. That one. Anyway, yeah. Um, moving on. Um, any news that you want to cover? Yeah, there's some sad news actually. Uh, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie uh, Coltrane. Yeah, seventy-two. Cracker. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, wicked actor. I used to right. So when when I was at school, mm. yeah, Cracker was at its height. Yeah. Right, yeah. And um, they did a lot of filming in South Manchester. All oh, right. So. Okay. When I was growing up, yeah. you don't more often than not see Robbie Coltrane knocking right. around like Burnage and Wivington. There yeah. was a lot of um, Cracker was filmed around that area. And um, there was like locations, like one of our shops near school ended oh, up having okay. the whole front of the shop knocked Closed down All right. um, for a storyline. And they rebuilt rebuilt the shop front afterwards. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was <laughs> nice cool. It was just like, you know, Robbie Coltrane, he's been one of them actors, comedians that yeah. I've always kind of admired in terms of like, he's really um is funny yeah. yeah but very scarily serious at the yeah, same time yeah he had that present and huh? um one of my earliest kind of um you know roles of Robbie Coltrane that I really found like that sort of scary funny yeah, yeah was in Black Adder do you know when yeah, he does totally the, when he's doing the totally dictionary yeah. and he's losing his rag because he um because he keeps adding words that he's never and he's like, yeah. oh, well, that's a pretty common word around my way. And it's like he's not putting it di- in his dictionary. Yeah. And he's trying to sell this dictionary as having every word. But yeah, right. Blackadder keeps throwing in new words <laughs> and making up words. And you can see him getting him right so up. frustrated. 
but Robbie Coltrane, obviously known for Hagrid in the Harry Potter franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy was a legend, so he was, I mean, he's, he's, he's been known nice for, um, you know, obviously some great movies. And Nuns on yeah. the Run. Yeah, that was a really good um, thing. His, back his in the comedy, day. his stand-up comedy, his comedy movies, as well as his serious roles like Cracker um, and, you know, um, other movie roles. Yeah, uh, Robbie Coltrane, he's an absolute All genius. Around them, and obviously, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, definitely one. Sorry, did, did you want to say anything? <laughs> no, 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 I think you said it all. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, um, well, fair enough, because like I say, there's going to be a lot of people who like, you know, who grew up on on Robbie Coltrane in, yeah. the, in the Harry Potter franchises that will know him just for Hagrid. They don't know that he had this back catalogue and like he was big. Such a I mean, catalogue. I was I seen him on the news this morning and he was already 40 when I was born, like 30, yeah. in his mid 30s to 40, getting on 40s. And I mean, like he'd achieved quite a lot in that. It period he did. He did. and to know that he and was still working doing it and that's what i was saying he was yeah. working right up yeah. until he's uh, to the end um so you know yeah, he will be God missed him, um, and it's kind of sad that to know that you know if they ever did another movie like another harry potter movie that, it, that hagrid, hagrid wouldn't yeah. be in it you know what i mean so they cut out well with green screen and everything the digital it's not you the know same, what I, mean? I know it's it? not the same, but, you know, well, if you want to keep him in there. Good segue over to my next story, yeah. to be fair, because is is prosthetic or or digital, you know, you know, fake better yeah. than real? Oh, no, real. Real, Real's better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, obviously, well, you know, this is a hypothetical based on a Yahoo story this year. So okay. this is how it reads. Right. It's the year 2097. Oh, it's got a deep voice. There you are enjoying your 84th season of House of Cards. Right. On your Wi-Fi enabled neural implants. Uh, yeah, when right. your significant other walks in. Yeah. But she's a robot sex doll. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds a bit freaky. But what happens if your mechanical sex slave, yeah. robot sex mistress, yeah. is hacked? Then you're fucked. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. Because they're, what they're saying is these, um, you know, robots that, you yeah. know, we, we could potentially be getting in the future could be hacked programming you to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're uh, yeah. a rich businessman, aristocrat, or, you know, royal, or, you know, somebody who's, you know, in a position of power, Easy could assassin. these be used as assassins? Yeah, but like. Could you be like, you know, making sweet, sweet love to your robot lady friend and it, you know, I'd, it gets you in an awkward position? Well, I don't think, you know, like the free rules that you have for robots. I don't think that kind of program I feel like is that anywhere is, that near is, right. it could be. We, we take this whole free rules for robotics, yeah, yeah right, um, as a thing that's set in stone, yeah. If I'm, yeah an, if I'm a robot engineer and I don't program my robot to, to do any of that, yeah, then yeah. it's not going to do it, right? If my robot yeah. it hasn't got um, the, fun the the directive not to kill humans, yeah, right, then it's not going to know killing humans is a bad thing to do. It's just going to go on and do it, yeah, right? And if but it's, I'm presuming that there'd be a, like, be a look power at these to drones. Look at these, only right. allow them ones that do have it. Look at these, um, like, um, Amazon delivery dr um, robot oh, drones, right? So the little stupid. robot boxes, the little hampers, little cooler boxes on wheels, yeah, yeah fucking right? wank. 
Now, they've got an objective yeah. of deliver my parcel, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, they don't know, apart from having a GPS signal and a route to go by, mm-hmm. whether, you know, the, what's in the way because they've got no common sense. They don't know that, like, if a tree's falling in the road, then they go, oh, where do we go now? They have to make an alternative route. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Whereas... We covered a story a couple of weeks ago about it was a crime scene yeah. and the thing just drove right through it, right? Its objective is to deliver the parcel. Getting it, whatever gets in its way is just kind of collateral, Not, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you don't program your robot to have these sort of like directives of don't kill humans, no, co- don't cause any harm to humans. Yeah, which you haven't got yet. Yeah, then it's not going to obey it. It's not going to even think about it. So it's more down to the developers to put those things in. True. But, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. But it should be licensed to do that. If you're a a whiz kid on a computer and you're able to hack these Wi-Fi enabled, you know, robots. Which in most cases, quite easy for it. How easy would it be for that type of person to be able to turn those objectives or directives off? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which next minute you've got a Britney Spears looking robot going, I will kill you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I... Totally agree. I mean, I, I, I mean, there are things right now that could be hacked and be used as a weapon. All you're doing is adding extra fuel to the fire until you can actually stop hacking. Full stop. There's Nobody's no way around sex it. robot safe. Yeah, no one, no one. Well, no one's safe really in the technology, <laughs> especially in the technology years, is is going to be developing. Well. Actually, I kind of saw a really interesting um, story about how um, the new way of internet data is yeah. going to be, be um, controlled and protected by yourself. And not only that, it's going to be um, potentially a way of being able to kind of delete what you've put on the internet in one go and starting again. So basically, okay. in a way that normally when you sign up to, say, Netflix or Spotify or any of these companies, mm. they request data from you. So they you do. fill in a form yeah. and you, you, you hand over that data to yeah, them. terms and conditions. Right? This new way or this new um, sort of pocket, yeah. how they describe it, is a bubble with all your information in it. All right. So technically, if you've got all your information, you control what information's in there. Yeah. yeah? But it also has all the links to everything you put on the net. Yeah. Right. Subliminal, uh, not subliminal, but like hidden in there in the code or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically everything you do on the net. Yeah. yeah all your details in one place. So if you want to sign up to Netflix, Spotify, or any of these other companies, mm. they've got to request permission to be in your, your p- pocket. Right. right, you can reject them, deny them. If like you know, in, let them in certain let sections. them in certain sections. Yeah. Access to only sections of information that's yeah. necessary to them. Yeah, and you can also boot them off. Yeah. And at the same respect, if you want to delete your whole internet presence, yeah, you can delete it and create a new pocket. Yeah, there's actually been um, tests on it on BBC okay. iPlayer. Yeah, yeah, to create like um, you know, share parties, watch parties. Using these pocket um, sort of um, algorithms, algorithms yeah. yeah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but they think that it might be a safer way of controlling data and what data you give out on the internet, as well as kind of what people have access to, I because you don't yeah, have a, they don't have it. access unless you give them access. I, yeah. I mean, and they could take as much as you want onto up to a certain point, but they generally 
You're going to have certain information in all them pockets well, where how, you don't want them. It's how your information's treated once you, they have it. So it's yeah. like third parties selling it on. And you know when, like... We uh, should uh, be charging them fuckers. Yeah, basically, because yeah. they're making money off yeah. your data. So, I mean, it's crazy, isn't yeah, it? Well, it's amazing you can what have you, can, info. you can make money off these days. Oh, yeah. Um, I found this story up here about um, a pair of Levi jeans... Oh, yeah. Yeah, this 140-year-old pair of jeans. Fucking hell. Oh, That's those are old. snug jeans. I bet yeah. they were fucking, like, cardboard. You know, like... They're ripped. Ripped. But they, then the, the they're more than ripped. In. They're actually, like, really, really worn. They've got loads of paint marks on them and stuff. They're yeah. really kind of, like, old. They're 140-year-old, so what do you expect, mate? Yeah, I've well, got jeans sorry. that are less old and stained. Yeah, um, but basically, <laughs> don't believe you. <laughs> um, these these jeans were found in a mine shaft. Yeah, yeah, and they've just sold for eighty seven thousand dollars. Jesus, eighty seven. Yeah, in I this mean, economy. I know. Yeah, who's got the money? This is it. Uh, this is that spillover. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's. It's the trickle down economy, man. Yeah, if they buy a pair of vintage Levi's for eighty seven thousand, means that we can go to fucking Alton Towers. Yeah. Anyway, the pair of vintage Levi jeans were discovered in an abandoned mine shaft in America, um, America's West, um, and recently sold for eighty-seven four hundred. Yeah, in an auction in New Mexico, the jeans, which date back to the eighteen eighties, yeah, so they're some old jeans. They are. Yeah, and have been described as denim. <laughs> I go put me in the wash. <laughs> so you know. The vintage clothing, you know, people are into vintage clothing. That's true. But they've even got these little buckles. They've even got these little patches, yeah, like these little things on the on the waistband. Yeah, yeah. So you can attach your suspenders. Ah, I see. You can zip, get my suspenders get on. Suspenders on. Yeah. I've seen jug. suspenders for years, man. They'll be back in fashion again. Suspenders please. are cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen um, Doctor Who wearing suspenders. Yeah. And a bow tie. Yeah. Because bow ties are cool. Yeah, but he's also wore a scarf and a hat. No, I'm talking about thingy one. Yeah. Um, you know, have you got any news? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Other than, other than what Doctor Who wore last week? I got t- two um, close news, I'd say. Uh, Farage is back. Oh, Farage's back because Farage Farage can go back to wherever he went came came and went from. He said he wasn't going to come back unless the shit hit the fan and the shit's hit the fan, so he's coming back. It's like I've got something to say. Yes, yes. I don't care. Uh, I don't glad. care what Farage has got to say because he's he, he's kicked the ass before and he's going to do it again to kick him in try and kick him in the shit. Who did he kick? Whose ass? Wait, well, Tories. He got the Tories in. He got the Tories in. Oh, he, so he's to blame. It's Farage's fault that we've yeah, got the Tories, for, is it? Oh, right. It we, was for Brexit. You just sold it on me then. I don't, you know what I mean? I hated Farage anyway. Now I really hate so it. So we had Brexit. Well, um, even better news. Um, supposedly, that's um, looking like that he's coming in for October 2023. Uh, working minimum wage looks like it's going to be over £11. About eleven pound twenty five. Isn't that like now? No. Minimum wage. Nine fifty right. now. Uh, can we not? Just and usually like... it will go up next year to about nine eighty. And that. If has anybody ever been uh, hired, like you know, um, and they've gone into the job and they've gone, yeah, we're going to pay you maximum wage. No. 
So you see, they should they, be though. Oh, just even middle wage, medium be. wage. Yeah, they should be. A it's always the minimum. It's yeah, like we're yeah. just going to pay you the lowest we could possibly well, we pay can you. Scrape off the bottom of the floor. It's seriously, that we don't like need I mean, this is like pocket. a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it and is. that suggests by saying minimum wage, it suggests that there is more to give. That yeah, you're just a choosing. Hell of a lot more. You're just choosing to give to me give the littlest, the minimal wage, the minimal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll have mini- medium. Yeah. Or a bit more than medium, medium. It's just another, please. F- it's just another f- uh, fuck up, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, realistically, in realistic terms, we, uh, because they did stop it for a while, if it would have carried on, we'd be on at least now about 25 quid. Oh, an hour? An hour, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You see that, yeah, I can't... I, I've, you know what I mean? I'm lost for words. They think we're doing us a favour. Nah, mate, you know, pop it right back up That's there. not even going to cover the electric bill. No. No, so you know what I mean? not, yeah. Um, well, there you go. Um, I've seen somebody in um, in California. Oh, yeah. Who's oh, yeah. been basically um, trying to, you know, I reckon their gas bill is going to be fucking sky high, this, because this is about a baker, yeah, who's created a life-size hand solo um, in carbonite right. out of bread. What the f- I wonder how, how much, you know, to bake that bad boy. I mean, it, I'll try and post he a photo. It I, all. I will post a, a photo on um, Instagram. Must have been in like square, square blocks or something. No, you can see it's here. Do you want to have a look? Come One over. Sec. You know what Han Solo in the carbonite looks like? It's life size. I mean, and he's in the bread, right? I mean, I'd just be tempted to go in and go, can I have a hand sandwich? Hey, how the fuck's he baked that? Because that is that's what I'm saying. He must have gone through a gas bill. Um, that's yeah. what basically uh, Han Solo may be a hunk, but um, Pan Solo <laughs> is a hunk of bread. Oh my! Um, that's nice. what the bakery in San Francisco Bay Area have dubbed the six foot, one point eight meter bread sculpture of Star Wars character Han Solo. How much for a slice? That's what I'm saying, Han sandwich. Yeah. Um, where Toss. you know the scene where he gets frozen in carbonite in Empire Strikes Back. It's a good picture. Yeah, I mean, he needs to decorate it now and like freeze phrase it or something. Yeah, well, two, two of them worked at night um, after the day's business was done to try and uh, do it. So they did it in their own time. Um, All right, fair they enough. They lovingly crafted the details showing Han Solo immersed face and hands coming out of the carbonite. That's and it's all out of bread. I wonder if it tastes nice. Oh, I, I wouldn't taste it now. I'm trying to get that to, you know, to proof. We we like the bake off, you yeah, know what I mean. You I've, need you can't just let your dough just you know. I think sit. they've you need got to, to spray it. it with something. Yeah, they must. It have. looks quite waxy. I'll be Does honest, it? doesn't it? The bread. Well, done it in the film as well. So no, it, well it's metal. It's like oh, yeah, a metal exactly. stuff, so it doesn't. I don't know. It's a bit shiny. Shiny. I remember it being shiny, shiny and waxy kind of. Right. Well, uh, I've got a couple Especially more carbonite. news stories. Um, yeah, right. So this one um, about this is mental. This. So this is a musician who had the brain tumor. Yeah, he had it removed. Right. And it, this was all go. So this happened in Italy um, this week. Right. He had to go in for a nine-hour surgery. Oh. Right. Oh. And he spent the whole time awake, oh. fully conscious, oh, and playing his saxophone. Now I've heard about these type of things yeah. before because, like, it's um, like you said about violinists, and yes, it's yeah. it's like if you've spent your whole life becoming a concert violinist or a saxophonist. Yeah, that's a great word, isn't it? Saxophonist, it is. saxophonist, it is. 
Fucking neat in dictionaries, girl. Today, oh, yeah, I just had a couple of them, yeah. Just a couple of words. Yeah, so with me milk. With your milk. Um, it's good for your bones. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah the, but he's a saxophonist. And yeah. um, he's, he, you know, but I've seen it where they kind of, you know, you spend all this time learning an instrument or a, a skill. Yeah. And it's like you're having brain surgery. As a surgeon, wouldn't you be worried that you might fuck up the, like, you know, I used to be able to do this and now I can't. And they always say, will I be able to play the piano anymore? Or will I be able to play whatever? True. But then consider it another way. May it help some of them actually well, perform better? Well, maybe. It's like, could you just tweak that again? Because I played sick then. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. I've never, yeah. never, never, had, that there, dexter- that never had that much uh, dexterity on that one or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, can you just tweak? Yep, that's it. Yeah. And then just... Or even like stuff like notes going through the heads, you know, where it's they're like, going through. It's, like, it's just like a Simpsons oh, episode like, yeah. or a cartoon where it's like they're just poking a brain with a pencil and yeah. it's going... Yeah. Whoops, I dropped that in there. I get that. And then just comes back. But yeah, I'm alive. I'm okay. Right, yeah. But so yeah, I found that really interesting that yeah, he kind of, this musician carried on. He's a 35-year-old patient. Yeah. Um, he um, wanted, he basically wanted to kind of keep playing there's something to do he's in there for nine hours if he's got the dough and like you know because it's a specialized yeah, specialized um uh, treatment and that so if if he's covered in that yeah why not do it yeah well, he's got happy about another it. story about the brain oh yeah. right okay so this is blobs of human brain cells oh. yeah that are being cultivated in a lab wrong it's horrible it's proper it's, science fiction yeah. shit isn't it um known as the bla- uh, brain um Organoids, yeah, or mini brains. Um, They're basically transforming our understanding of um, neural development and disease, right? They've now taught them how to play video games. Oh, that's so wrong. So the game Pong, remember, it's probably one of of our first entries into video gaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but they're able to control the paddle to block the the ball or hit the or hit the the little fucking pixel ball or whatever but then yeah. they must be getting some kind of stimulation from actually doing that well they're sending signals to these little mini brains but yeah. then it's like you must in a terms of ethical sort of it's an ethical conundrum there because it's like if they're able to control anything or be able to operate as a brain then are the kind of sentient uh, they got kind of like feelings can they feel pleasure or pain yeah this as is- as an organism and that's the weird thing about it it's like when you start creating shit like this it's like well how do you know that that's not got you know it's not the whole um fish don't have any feelings argument you know yeah. unless you know for sure yeah then you've got to take it for red that it has yeah well, uh, you know so it's like if you create a brain and it, it has the ability to think and maneuver and and strategize and shit like that, then you've got to kind of think maybe that's got some sort of soul sentience, some sort yeah. of um way of feeling. Yeah. Well, well, Pleasure, I, pain. Yeah. And and whether that is now considered a new life form or not. Do you know what I mean? Well, at first I at first, my first thing would have been to kill them both straight done finished it's over with but do you know how many times this episode that's been your your um take or that's been your your um 
you know. Yeah, but that's on su- survival. Survival of the fit. Right, right, sweet, quick. Yeah. Snap the neck. Yeah. Get a knife. <laughs> yeah, cut the front. Don't they kill Mini me. Mini brains, kill him quick. Yeah. I've, I've done the job for you. You know what I mean? AI, yeah. unplug it. Yeah. But um, uh, then you've got, like you said, you've got all them uh, uh, conundrums of, is it alive? Is yeah. it, it, how long is it? could it live? Uh, uh, is it sentient? Uh, are they going to try and now, how are they going to communicate with it? Well, this, they're already I mean? communicating with it because they're well, teaching they are, it how to play fucking Pong. What's next, yeah, Mario how, Kart? Well, yeah, you know what I mean? You get get a good game going, you know what yeah, I mean? A bit, bit of when, it's tw- when it's fucking capping me on GTA, that's, yeah, that's when I'm it. worried. That's it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Duty, around shooting you up and that. It's like, am I playing a bot here? No, you're playing a mini brain. And, and what's going to be the end game of it, of it, is, is survival? What is its meaning? What's it, well, I don't understand why you need to grow a mini brain, because it's like not like you're going to be doing brain transplants or anything. But like they've said that like they, they believe they found out help certain diseases and they believe they've helped uh, to understand part of the neural network of uh, the brain but still it's still uh, immoral to it is it is immoral i mean we looked at you know when um, the sheep when they cloned the sheep i yeah. feel like there's certain yeah. areas of science we should just totally leave alone yeah and there was actually laws that were put in then but even then uh, a man on an island created a baby and but this is why I feel like this rush for space. I mean, it's like what's going on on the International Space Station where mm, well, the laws yeah. don't really apply in the same way. And it's like you can get away with doing research that you might not necessarily be allowed to do yeah. on on terra firma. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like... That's why NASA on it, you know what I mean? We run the roost. We do what we fucking want, you know what I mean? Well, talking about the International Space Station, Ooh, I've got yeah. um, a, a, a NASA news story here. About a woman who was scammed by a Russian astronaut. I say Russian astronaut in, oh, in quotations. Yeah. Like, who claimed to need money to return back to Earth. You fucking what? I you know, what? yeah. So this man claimed that he needed money to pay for landing fees once he got to Earth and a rocket to actually get him there. What the? So, I mean, would you... It's, How much well, is a rocket these days? A lot. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're reusable, aren't they? Well, yeah. So whatever still. rocket got him there should be, uh, you know... Um, I mean, whichever space agency sent him up there should be prepared to bring him back. Exactly. Why would he need to go on a GoFundMe exactly. or whatever? Where was he? From Russia? He says he was Russian. Maybe that's mm. why. He's like, shit, man, Cosmonaut. they don't care about us anymore. They're just prepared about the war. Or is it them lost uh, uh Oh, those lost cosmonauts? Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Um, we did an episode about that. That we was did. actually really interesting. Um, so this man who claimed to be a Russian astronaut in space allegedly scammed a Japanese woman into paying him for a return trip to Earth. Oh, you're uh, Vowing to marry her once he landed. What was like, it? Like, I love you, baby. Quarter of a billion pounds, please. And that's just for the capsule. As soon as I pass, I'm passing the moon now, I'm thinking of you. <laughs> oh, you're joking. All these stars look so pretty tonight, baby. Uh, I can't find you, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to send me another 30 grand. Yeah. <laughs> so the man Is fi- that it, 30 grand? Well, so- I'll, I'll, I'll get to this in and, uh, how much he scammed her for now. But mm. like the man f- uh, found the 65-year-old um, unnamed victim on Instagram um, in June. And um, basically, uplo- created a profile, uploaded a load of random photos of space, <laughs> and said he what worked on the International Space Station, oh my day. Um, where astronauts have limited limited access to cell phones. So, like you know, he's on Instagram, 
but he can only nip on every now and again. Yeah, you I, know, I satellites can... everywhere in space. Yeah, I thought he would have been having that, that's the best cell service. Yeah. <laughs> he should have had the best. I'm dialing into that one there. You know what I mean? Gone. It's like he shouldn't be worried about getting access to the yeah, network. God, it's 24 um, hour communication. So, um, their thing. relationship quickly escalated oh. um, online and um, on, online. on a Japanese messaging app. Okay. And he repeatedly said to her that he loved her and proposed marriage. Um, he sent messages like, I, I want to start my life with you in Japan and saying um, this a thousand times um, uh, won't be enough and he'll still keep saying it, he loves her and all the rest of it. Yeah, So he's kind of laid it on thick yeah. by the sounds of it. But there was actually no plans of tying the knot, he said. He, was ne- um, he needed the money to return to Earth, they, but there was landing fees uh, to pay once he was in Japan and right. the cost of the rocket to actually fly him to the country, he said. So believing the man, she would um, be the man's future fiance. Yeah, the woman right. paid about 4.4 million yen, oh. which is about $30,000, in five installments from August the 19th to September the 5th. Um, but when um, his demands continued, so she, he's obviously started asking her for more and more. Just need a little bit more. I'm nearly like, there. Uh, do you see what it is? is yeah, I've right. I, I need rocket fuel. Yeah, because I've got the rocket now. Yeah, but I need some fuel for it because it's not cheap, that rocket fuel. And they haven't paid me electric bill, so I can't ah, get nah, the nah. GPS on. Tax and insurance in it. You need to tax your rocket. Oh, yeah. If I had a bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fucked. You won't get your money back. Yeah, so he he, he scammed her, um, obviously, up to the 5th of September. Um, But when his demands continued, the woman grew suspicious. Only just then. He's like, I'm an astronaut working on the International Space Station. I need some rocket pecky money. I need some. How much did he want in the next one? I don't know. You know, it it was only when he kind of continued. I I wonder what he asked for that made a twig. Diamond ring. Uh, Obviously, it it had to be something related because he's already had 30 grand out of her. He's saying that he needed money for his ship, all the rest of it. Or space baby. It must be, you know, you're trying to. And she seems gullible. I mean, I'm not being tight on the woman, but she's yeah. been sucked in by Smart this. Smart yeah. people out there do get gullible. I mean, people. what did he say that made her go, hang on a minute? Wait a minute. Yeah. Something suspect here going on. Something give it away. What was it? Well, obviously, it was a romance scam. And um, when criminals create fake online identities to gain victims' trust, it is no joke it's obviously not. this does happen it quite does, a lot it does it too um, many times but obviously i've got to, i've got to say yeah if you're a bit stupid to fall for the old i'm an astronaut lock, uh, floating around in space trying well, to get she believed it. Then, so he was good on the chat then, you know you need to kind of reevaluate your life choices just realize what the fucking saying and like you know step back before you de- ever get rid of any money. I know, you know it's I mean? just a Step weird one, that, isn't it? it? It's like, you know, I, I mean, I wish he could have said, I'm a time traveller. Yeah, but And my time machine's broken and I need to pay for the part to get me home. But it, it would... It I need to like, go back to the future. Sounds like he moved in quick and he's, he, there's only been a couple of messages before she's gone, yeah, all right then, I'll give you the money. And then she's uh, uh, done it and then, like, strung her along even more. And then... This went on from June to September, yeah, and he d- yeah. he got her to pay five transactions before she started feeling like something was going on. The idea yeah. that he said he was an astronaut oh. on the International Space Station yeah. doesn't make me go, 
Is he for real? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Then I don't know. I don't know if she's if she's fell for it. Yeah, I feel but, sorry for her, but really, yeah. come on, really. Yeah. There's no one turn around and go, really, to her. I, Obviously I totally not. Agree. Well, there totally you go. Agree. What do you guys think? Is that some sort of thing you'd get, you know, sucked well, into? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes it's easily done. Have you ever been, you know, you know, catfished in a way, like, isn't it? Is that uh, what you call it? I'd call it catfishing because obviously they're creating a fake identity yeah, yeah. and oh. trying to make you believe that they're somebody else. That they're not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's cruel messing with people's emotions. Yeah, yeah, that's why you should, you know... Messing with my emotions, man. Get off the net and go and do something instead. Go meet someone in yeah, real life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and they can only scam you for in real life then. Exactly, use anyway. your own senses. Um. Yeah, so... Have you got any more news, NASA news? I have NASA news, yes. Well, uh, you remember uh, Amuamua? Amuamua. Uh, yeah, that was that inter-celestial body. Yeah. That uh, they'd never seen before, they'd never seen anything, and it was a weird shape, which made them believe that it might have been a ship. Yes, yes, anything and they're else? still quarrelling about that, uh, which they actually call IM-1, uh, because that happened in 2014, and then 2019, the second one coming. I am too, that look the same. Um, now they believe um, from Harvard University that, um, which I, I've been saying actually for the last couple of weeks, that a, a supernova, you reckon it's parts of a supernova that we're actually Can I ask you a question? Area. Yeah. W- was it a champagne supernova? It was. Was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. that's why you saw them two uh, uh, movie movies. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To bo- both ends of the cock. Oh, right. Did yeah. he pop? Oh, that'll yeah, be it. Do you know it, what? Right. It. Actually, that could be like actually legit. Like yeah. it was yeah. a, a supernova. Yeah. And that was a cock that, or like something that got ejected ejected from the supernova. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. So it could technically be a cock, like a cock. It's popped its cock. Well, if it hit a planet and uh, uh, planets that are around the sun, and it actually, you know, um, they would shower off into like rocks. Yeah, yeah. So well, it was it just that it was being a bit of an odd shape. It was kind of like a plug. Yeah, and it had its uh, metal content as well was different, and the temperature core from the inside to the outside was different, and it actually slowed down. And it actually turned. It across. actually did a lot, didn't it? Yeah, actually, it did. Uh, but the second one was more easy it just passed that was it right you know? okay uh but then and to be honest i'm expecting in the next couple of years there's going to be a third one which then if that happens then it's going to well something's gonna be actually interesting it's a, that is an interesting one out. because it means that something's project or propelling something like or bits of basically bits and bobs yeah, <laughs> from yeah, from a certain direction for us if you think about it as well I don't know. It might just have been stuff on an, on like an orbit, like you know, that's just. But it, uh, I don't. I, I it really helps, don't know. Helps about the solar system as well. Space is fucking weird. The radiation, the height of the radiation, the why, um, like uh, planets have turned a little uh, by six degrees, including the sun, which that's near enough impossible to do. You know what I mean? And then there's a lot of stuff going on with the sun at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, so we're in that kind of particle area, um, but we should be we should be all right for now. You know what I mean? As long as our sun keeps its cool for the moment, but it's on its way to having a a, a nasty little blowout. But hopefully, well, let's not happen. Yeah, because I, I I mean it was something that we might talk about in the future. But obviously, yeah. Beetlejuice is kind of like 
um, one yes. of those that could potentially go boom, boom. Yeah. and like you know what would happen in terms of cosmic radiation in that respect. Yeah, because um, it's roughly the same, basically. Except well, for that's it's closer, a bit further so it's away. Well, no, I mean, I mean, Beetlejuice is close, further away than our sun. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. so it's like, but it's the next um, closest sun, also known as Orion's shoulder. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah, if you know your astrologer. So yeah, I think it was like because it is the top star in Orion, which makes up Orion's right. shoulder. Yeah, yeah, and it's obviously quite red. It's visible in the autumn. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you can and see it, won't it, be there soon. It'll, well, it Probably. will because even if it explodes tomorrow, yeah, the light that it it Froze sends out. will take yeah. about seven years to reach us anyway. So yes. we probably wouldn't see it for another. I mean, the NASA would know they'd have like um, instruments that detect it, yeah, and they'd go, "Oh, a Beetlejuice exploded." Um, and I reckon in about 10 years' time, we'll feel the fucking effects. <laughs> Do you know yes. what I mean? But then again, uh, that's brought me on to my second story. Um, and uh, basically, uh, a NASA uh, has found, well, not NASA, sorry, uh, Hubble telescope. Hubble. 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 Yeah, has found an interstellar jet of energy in space appears to be traveling seven times faster than uh, the speed of light it's I've, a new study i saw this yeah i saw you well you told me about this mm. and i've got a, i've got a um a problem with this yeah because how can light travel faster than it's seven times well, this faster is, than itself this is the issue right? unless it's somewhere else unless it's something that's able to travel faster than the speed of light yeah, yeah. Because and the only thing that I can think of it, that could travel faster than the speed of light is something that would be made to travel faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and and like if it's, you know, it's the way I see it is if something is traveling seven times faster than the speed of light, then you wouldn't see like, oh, you if it passed you, you wouldn't know what it was that passed you. You'd just see like a smear. Yeah, of light. Yeah, and yeah. it actually knocks out the theory of those who turn around and say... Um, oh well, UFO uh, aliens aren't gonna uh, uh, spend like half their their lifespan to just to try and get to here. When no, no, well, if, if they, they could can do get it here in five faster, minutes, then it'd be we, easy peasy, wouldn't it? Yeah, we're always trying to find because uh, it, it's been a number of times when uh, science has turned around and gone, yeah, um, it's uh, this we've is done something yeah, faster because, than the speed of yeah, light, and then it's the proven thing, not right. The the only reason why we think it's impossible to go faster than the speed of light is because we've yet to do it. Yeah, and right? it fuck everything up. Just now. because, well, it'd fuck up all our physics yeah. or the way we understand it yeah. because, like, we've been, um, you know, we've based everything on a physics that we kind of comprehend. But yeah. if it turned out that there was an extraterrestrial. Um, you know, people, you know, yeah. aliens out there who'd have a, a different understanding of physics to us, yeah, and you know, a more complex sort of grasp of it, yeah, that they can go, Well, no, actually, speed of light travel is way possible, you're just thinking about it in the totally wrong way, yeah, and this is how you do it, yeah. How do we know that that's not the case and it's that they've not harnessed that ability, whereas we're just. We think we're technologically advanced, but, no. you know, in terms of, you know, where we are, Just yeah, we've me. come a long way, yeah. but like... In a short time. In a short well. time, but I feel like, you know, in terms of what's to come, it's like... We're not careful, it's anyone's it could guess, be the really. making or the I feel like the, in terms of technology, 
there'll be stuff coming out in the future that we can't even comprehend yeah, at the moment totally. because you know I mean, when I was a kid, obviously, I don't want to go too off topic, but like when when I was a kid, we we used to kind of be like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if you had like a portable handheld TV that, you know, was like, you know, or, or, you know, a phone, you know, these sort of things that we... Communicate. uh, Yeah, that we kind of like thought, wouldn't it be great? But now these things are reality and we take for granted. Yeah, and it's like, fuck's sake again. What are the kids going... Oh, wouldn't it be a minute if we had this, that, and the other? Yeah. What are they saying now? Because like that's yeah, the type true. of shit that we'll probably get in the future. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's true. Well, well, this 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 um, is shooting towards us uh, nearly at the speed of light, and that's a, well, that's you're saying another problem. Nearly at the speed of light yeah. now. So is it slowed down? For some reason, it is slowed down. Well, that gives more credit to times, it being yeah. like a, a an object that's not. A natural occurring object, or are we in some kind of bubble? Like you just saying about, um, oh no, that's some, that's totally getting into the realms of like you know another an episode. Do yeah, you know what well, I mean? But yeah, like, yeah. the idea that that if something's traveling at seven times the speed of light yeah. and it's um, now slowing down, well, there's nothing for a naturally occurring object to have resistance of in space, exactly. so it this, won't yeah. be able to slow down. It'd continue at that same rate unless it had resistance, unless something was able to slow it down. Yeah. So that makes me believe that it is actually something else that's that make, that is able to slow itself down. Is able to reach those speeds. Is able to kind of travel at at, at you know speed through space. Yeah, and he's able then, to slow itself down when it starts approaching a planet it finds interesting, potentially. There's a lot of new space science to do with space weather with um, actually the, they may... <laughs> there's act- a lot of new space science yeah. out there to do with space. I can imagine there are. There there is, I reckon there's there loads of it. But the one, uh, one or two of them, or maybe even three, uh, go into the thing of we might be in some kind of shield area you know like we're in the goldies lock you just said now. a bubble so i'm assuming that's what you mean and i've used to, i still feel like that's a whole other episode because like we we are literally running out of time now yeah 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 it, it well there is belief that we're to go into there is something around us more it. yeah we've got more of a field than we think we have um but okay fair enough that makes sense well yeah. pretend, well it doesn't but like you know there's something around us more than what space is out No, no, I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So it's just whether that science can back that up or not. But it can is. answer some it could answer some good questions to be honest. We're in a bubble. Yeah. Right. Well Come that's that's the yeah. show. We've um I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been yeah. a long one. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who stayed to the end. Oh you we do appreciate so you. I know we do know some of you do. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, we, we try and keep you entertained all the way to the end. So we you do. know, yeah. um you know, like tell a, a friend. Chat. Yeah, tell your boss. Tell your barber. And ask him for a pay rise as well. Yeah, he'll <laughs> yeah. say no, but you can ask. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, just say, I, just say. I was thinking about um, a contract, and um, you know, it's, it says I'm on minimum wage. It was like, well, I'm ready for maximum now. So you yeah. know, yeah. see what you can do. Give me maximum. Don't want min. Um, that's been the show. If you've got any comments, queries, or suggestions about the show, or anything you've heard in it, or you just want to get involved and give us a, a, a drop us a message, yeah, have a yeah. chat. Yeah. We're always up, happy to hear from you. We are. Um, and um, you yeah, again, Mike. we'll be back next week for another episode. Um, we're available wherever you get your podcasts, so make sure you uh, tune in and subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're available on Spotify, yeah. iTunes, yes. uh, YouTube. Definitely. 
wherever you go, anywhere, we're available. We're everywhere. Um, also, like you can get slags. <laughs> speak for yourself. You can get all episodes on the website, including videos, con- extra content, yeah. uh, blogs, stuff. Yeah, a lot of bloggers. Yep. Your mum. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you want, it's all up there. It yeah, is. go and check it out. There's a contact page there if you feel inclined. Yeah. So make sure you yeah, just drop yeah, us a message. Us a message. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll be back next week with another episode. Are we back next week? Yes. Right, we're back next week with yeah. another episode. I've got to ask yeah. him now every time. Oh yeah. Oh, we might not be back the week after. Does it does it uh, does it um, work for your schedule there, Taylor? Well anyway, we'll be back <laughs> next week for we another will. episode. So hopefully we'll see you then. Yes. Um and that's all I can say, right? Well I've yeah. been Gaz. I've been Taylor. This has been the Never a Straight Answer Podcast. Yes. We'll see you next time. Peace. Out. Oh,